Welcome to the Attention Deficit Podcast. Um, it's been a very long time since I've recorded a podcast, but we have two new get uh two new co-hosts, um, Bella and Michelle, Shell, whatever she likes to be called. Um, ladies, introduce yourself. Um, whoever wants to go first. Hey everybody, I'm Bella from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, okay. I do a lot of different things. I'm looking forward to speaking to you all, listening to what Crazy Sharon has to say, and Michelle just spicing it up. Hey, y'all. It's Michelle. Um, I'm basically just a creative all the way around, but I love to debate on topics, so I'm just ready to chat. <laughs> um, Michelle, I don't know if you could turn the gain up. You sound a little far away. Oh, really? Yeah. Does that sound better now? Uh, you sound a little bit better. Um, How about now? Say it again. How about now? That sounds better. Um, so we have a list of topics that we're going to talk about today. It's been, I want to say about seven months since I recorded a podcast. Uh, so ladies, where would you like to start first? Well, first, let me say, um, how are you ladies doing? How has your mental health? How has your week been? How has your month been? How's your year been? Listen, 2021, 2020, game changer. That's all I'm going to say. So for this week, I feel like I am pretty much coasting. Uh, it's the end of the school year. It is summertime. Just kind of winding down and looking forward to, you know, a lit summer, lit like a hot girl summer. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. That's one of the topics you're going to have to explain to me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Michelle. How you feeling? How's your mental health? How's everything going? It's been a horrible two years. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> horrible. But I feel like I'm doing better now. Like, I'm getting connected with nature. I'm just keeping myself active. There's a lot of changes happening. But I'm good. That's good. All right, ladies, can you hear me? Wow. <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened. My It just dropped completely out. I don't know what the hell just happened. So what I was saying was, uh, can someone explain to me what a hot girl summer is? Because Bella brought it up saying she's going to have a hot girl summer, but I don't truly understand the meaning of hot girl summer. Hmm. I think for me, a hot girl summer is more like, it feels like you're like 16, less responsibility, a little reckless, but you know, you're relying heavily on your homegirls to like keep you together, but you're having fun, unadulterated, unapologetic. Um, it might be including a little bit of promiscuity, a lot of late night drinking, a lot of going out, turning up. It makes you feel young again. It kind of like invigorates you to feel like your younger self. The issue with Hot Girl Summer is we confuse it with like, Fat girl, girl summer? summer. Yes. Yes. I like that. Fat girl summer. Um, so it don't really go with relationship goals. So it's always in conflict with whether you not have you have a person that you like dealing with. So like you gotta kinda cut all your situations off so you can have a successful, authentic fat girl summer. Mm. So you gotta be for the streets, basically. Yeah. Not necessarily though. Ooh, Michelle, come for it. I mm. think hot girl summer is really just about doing you, doing what makes you happy. Like, whatever it means to men, it's, it's not a problem. 
<laughs> but if we leave it that limited, right? Then why are we limited in the Justice Summer? Why it's not like a hot girl year? That's true. understand. That's true. Um, well, we've but, been in the house, so like summer is like really summer this year. Like, is it? Is it a so? You guys, everybody know in the podcast. Well, that I've moved from New York. My New York summers are. I, I still, whenever I think New York summers, I think of '90s summers, like we all <laughs> outside on the block, sitting on the steps, breaking day, like we just yeah, breaking day, shit like that. Like, do you guys still do that when with the at the older age? Is it the same? Is it the same feel? Since you guys, we are all adults now. So let me keep it a hundred. Like it's no way that we doing like hot girl summer like back to back. It's like more like a hot girl weekend or a hot girl Saturday night. Because hot girl day. Hot girl day. It really is hot girl day party. Cause like by 10 o'clock, we want to turn down. Like even with the whole like pandemic and the city closing at eleven o'clock or ten o'clock, like people have learned to adjust their party lifestyles like within a certain parameter of like the two to ten. So I know from my own personal experience, I can't do back to back. I can barely do weekend to weekend. So it's kind of like a hot girl summer weekend. Hot girl moments. Yes, hot girl moments, hot girl seconds. I'm gonna go with seconds. I'll be turning up on Mondays. On Monday? What the? Yo, what kind of devil shit is that? (laughs) On a Monday? You gotta make it work. On Monday? Yo, last night I was so drunk. I had. What, like 20 shots? Oh, yeah, you went to that taco boat <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How is La Barca? I want to go. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty fun. It was turned up OD for no reason. What is it called? La Barca? Yeah. The boat in Spanish. Oh. Oh. My, my fault. It's Panamanian. Okay. Come through. Um, Afro-Latina on a check-in. Oh. I, 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 I don't want to touch base with something. You, you, just, you just triggered a thought. Have y'all seen what the Juan Mel Miranda dude had to apologize for not having any Afro-Latinas in um, the mm-hmm. Heights? As he yeah. should. So my thing is, I, from my understanding, is that they've never really had, even in the Broadway play, there was never really Afro-Latinas in there. Right. So, However, when you mm-hmm. think about Washington Heights, right? Oh, no, I think, agree. Like, I, you, you automatically assume, like, Dominican, the, there, so yes. there's no dark Dominicans in Washington Heights. But I think that the issue is earlier on when they had showed like through the screenplay or something like that, mm-hmm. um, they had asked him like, "Yo, there's no representation here." In a mm-hmm. in a pivotal moment right now where Black Lives Matter is trending, you couldn't think about putting like one person in. And his response was like, "Yeah, it's done already. Like, you know, next time we get them next time." And that's uh... why he has he's getting all this backlash. Like, mm-mm. so. My question to that is because, like I said, we all are from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've all seen not all, but a a good amount of Dominicans that don't consider themselves black. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And I feel as though, and I say it is the correct representation he should have portrayed, but it's the I won't I don't want to say stereotype. It's the 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 energy that was given off at times from Dominican people where they won't consider themselves black. Um, Dominicans would get offended if you consider them Haitian. Um, like I, I, I worked with somebody um, at T-Mobile in New York that he was born in Haiti. Both his parents are Haitian, 
but defected to the, to the Dominican Republic. So he grew up quote unquote Dominican. If you ever refer to him as Haitian, grant, even though his parents are Haitian, he will feel offended and get upset. Yeah, that's not like some self hate stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's deep rooted. Yeah, it, it, it is deep rooted, and then and then and that's where the issue and lies to me. Where I I felt he didn't need to apologize, but being that you explained it that way, that he made it seem like they was going to handle it, and he didn't. I understand the the, the apology now, but it's kind of of a duality of do I tell the whole truth or do I tell the truth to make everybody feel okay? But that's the thing. If you're a curator, if you have an opportunity, if you're a creative, if you have an opportunity to show the truth, you also are held accountable to a higher bar of this idea that you are choosing the truth that you want to display in a climate like it is now, like, you know, all over the country. Like there, there was this thing where they said like white um, restaurateurs are actually putting like black owned and it's increasing their sales. Like oh, really? being black is a thing and uh, being represented is a thing. So if you're not going to capitalize off of a showing the truth, because Washington Heights is a very diverse community, B you have an opportunity to show the diaspora of the different types of Hispanics and Latinos. Um, why not? But it was a deliberate choice. So you're, you have your hand in everything at that point. If you're the producer, the director, like you can kind of, shift the narrative and you chose not to so okay come through with your uh your, your sat words okay I'll that's, use the them all. The, that's the second word for the day <laughs> listen i'm gonna, gonna count you better do it i'm, I'm baby ti over here <laughs> so michelle I'm, I'm guessing you're in the harlem area right now because you said whatever you said earlier um do you feel as though oh i'm sorry about that do you feel as though the representation of how the movie was have you seen the movie I haven't seen it either, but I've seen trailers, and my homeboy was in it. Um, and do you feel as though like what I, what I've said on what uh, uh, Bella said is that Dominicans don't really identify as black, or have you experienced that in any way? Well, well, you know, I'm like half Puerto Rican, so like my whole life it's been like I don't belong. Mm -hmm. I, I can honestly say, I know this sounds like controversial, but it's like I've had more like racism towards me from Hispanic people than I had white people. I can and see it's that. it's like blatant. Mm -hmm. But um, it's crazy because a lot of these girls that I went to high school with, they would never claim black. And now that it's trendy, it's like I'm black and I'm proud. I mean, it's, it's like, in. Yeah, it's like in one hand, I'm like, yes, you're owning your truth. And then the other hand is like. You're doing Bruh, it for likes. You like literally used to like bully me every day. Like I don't get it. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a shame that it took for it to become trendy to become identifiable. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is is that people think it's it's a cool thing to do to acknowledge that you're black. Like I don't know if you guys seen the meme where it says um, a white person says I'm one percent black and it says okay okay so say the word nigga, mm -hmm. um, and it's sort of those same lines. It's like people want to be ingrained in a culture so much until it's something to fight for. Like yeah, it's like but once, they don't once, really want to fight though. Yeah, like point exactly oh. like once boot it's time that boots hit the ground and we have to fight. They're like, eh, I don't think I want to do this anymore, mm -hmm. and it's it's a shame that we've come to that point. Um, keeping it um up in that 
Bronx, Harlem, Washington Heights area. And I'm, I'm jumping all over the place. We're going to get some sort of formatted order sooner or later, but I'm trying to transition correctly. Um, do you have, do you, how do y'all feel about JLo um, right now? First of all, we, we're going to remix her name because she's not Jenny from the block no more. We're going to call her Jenny Spin the Block because she's no, doing a Je- lot. She's Jenny for the streets right now. Jenny for the streets, Jenny Spin the Block. She's coming back to claim what over like listen hmm i like, don't really know what's happening it's it's feeling more like <laughs> a midlife confusing. crisis it's feeling like a midlife crisis it's feeling like i could do what i want to do because i'm j-lo um is, is she having scene, a hot girl something right now she's having a hot girl every other night she would another ex so i don't listen. know i'm not sure like, actually she's, with, just, she's just not settling if she pops up with I'm diddy it's gonna be a problem she ain't never gonna pop up with diddy because he black what do you mean? She's never gonna pop up with Diddy. Like she oh, said man. in interviews, I'm never going back to Diddy. She said that. And the I only mean, the only difference I can see is his skin color because you went back to what is his name? True. Ben Affleck. You're back and forth with Mark Anthony and he's bona fide a crackhead. Like you, you oh, wow. she said, even, has she even been with any other black man besides No. Diddy? No. No. She hasn't. Chris Judd, not I don't know black. Who, oh yeah. The guy from Selena. The the with the bald head, the dancer, her backup dancer. Yes, I mean, no. Damn, I never, I never looked at it like that. Damn, like you Uh, gonna go with a dancer before you go back with Diddy? Come on, girl, cut it. I mean, I mean, the dancer didn't get her involved in in the shooting in the club, but you know, I mind my business on that one. But when you want a culture appropriate, it come with the culture. Like, oh yeah, it is what it is. But see, and now here's the question: Is she culture appropriate? She appropriating the culture because technically she grew up in the culture. No, she profited off of the culture. Because she grew up in the Bronx. She grew up in the Bronx, but it's again going back to this conversation of colorism. Like she never, she don't, she hasn't immersed herself into like our culture. Think about when she was on Unlimited Color. Like she was glorified because she was. She hated that. She the lightest that girl the or whatever, and she she hated that Unlimited Color shit. Like if if you ever heard her talk about it. Like she talks about it like it's the worst thing she's ever but done. That's in her what life. put her on the map, that's though. Crazy. Without it, yeah, she was it a fly girl. No, yeah, that's it. Her, 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 um, Eric Bishop. I don't know if you, if you, have, if you know the name Eric Bishop, aka Jamie Fox. I don't yes. call him Jamie Fox no more. Leave call Eric him, alone, call, please. Call, call him Eric Bishop. Um, her and uh, him and J Lo had beef for a while because he made fun of her, talking about she's Jenny from the block. No, I know you from as a fly girl, Jenny. Like, and she hated that shit. Like, it's sad. That you hate your past. That you, what made you? What put you on? And it's separate yeah. herself so much, so far from the hood. Yeah, like, and and that's so the same. Like, people. I think, like, for me, like, like Bella, me and you grew up in Flatbush. Flatbush. Like, we 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 grew up around the same people and all of this. And I don't think there's ever a point in time that I want to separate myself from the neighborhood that I grew up with. Saying not 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 saying I don't want to move away from it, but it's like I don't want to lose that identification of where I came from in terms of that neighborhood. I might separate myself from the people I grew up with because like I like I've posted before, like we all grow apart at some time. It's nothing personal. It's just that we no longer serve the same purpose in each other's lives that we once did. Yeah. And I don't I can't just separate myself from a neighborhood I grew up from or the culture I grew up around. Like I'm Panamanian Costa Rican. I identify as black. Like Correct. I don't identify as nothing else. Like when they when I fill out job applications, they're like, "Are you black, African American?" Yes. Like that's that's how I identify. So 
me growing up within that culture, I feel as though that I can never lose who I am or where I came from because I always heart back on those nostalgic moments. True. When I fill out job applications, I make sure that I pick black and Latina at the same time because when I start speaking Spanish, I hate when they're like, oh my God, where'd you pick that up? Like, it's my first language. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I just have to make that distinction on paper before people start coming for me and I have to come for them. So I mean, I put the Hispanic thing down too. Yeah, I, I, I put the Hispanic thing down like as the ethnicity, as they called. Uh, is it wait? So yeah, race is the black African American. Then mm-hmm. they actually ethnicity. I put Hispanic. Yeah, they always put they always put black non Hispanic or, or black not white or something like yeah. that. Like Girl, I, so, I got a funny thing. You know how most job applications now put Caucasian. They don't put white. They put, I have a I have an a manager I used to work for that really takes offense to the word Caucasian. So when he fills out job applications, he <laughs> hear me out. He was losing his mind and all of this shit. So when it comes to job applications, he would never put Caucasian. He would put other and type in white male. Okay. Because he's feels as though the word Caucasian is how can how did he say it? He said it's some sort of derogatory term to make him feel like uh, to make it seem like he's superior to everybody else. I'm like, no, that's the way you feel, buddy. No, but he's also trying to inherit his white privilege by putting white male in other. Like, I will, in case you forgot, I'm a white male. Yeah. Like, just make sure I, you I, pick me. <laughs> I, I agree to that. I agree to that. I can't wrap, um, my, I can't wrap my head around that logic. I, 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 no, I, to this day, it still don't make sense to me <laughs> because I'm just like, at what point in time do we separate Caucasian and white? I mean, there is a diaspora of Caucasian. There, there is, like the Italian but we love them Irish. No, we don't lump them together. They have the privilege of assimilating, so they can just kind of become. They can That's assume true. white, right? I can't be black and be like, mm, I'm clicking white. Like it just Unless doesn't work for those me. Are, I can't those be, are true. I can't be transracial, right? It doesn't <laughs> work for us of, of darker uh, skin color, but like, for them, they can. It's like, when, it's like when like white passing Puerto Ricans <laughs> assimilate. Oh Italian. man, <laughs> that that yo. that. Oh man, I yo, I be fighting my family. I fight them like I really be fighting them. Really? Yes. So I have like two aunts I don't talk to no more. Oh wow. So Michelle, don't don't take offense to this, mm-hmm. but so I'm guessing you're African American and Puerto Rican. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jamaican. Okay. Okay. So, Good mix. Yeah. Growing up. I always made, I don't, I won't say I won't made, I made fun of it, but like I always made a joke that if you're African American and Puerto Rican, you're basically Dominican. And people, and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans just get so mad at me. And I'm, I'm a troll. I say shit to get people riled up. Mm. And I, the I only said it. Reason, the only reason that like irks me is because just growing up, like the Dominicans were just so racist. Like, I know. And, and that's why I did it be, to piss them off. And like, I, I knew it would piss it them triggers off. me. It triggers me. Like, it really does. Can you can explain to me why Dominicans and Puerto Ricans disliked each other? Uh, I grew up in a school with that exact beef. I have no idea. It's I a hierarchy of Spanish it. people. Like, like, I don't understand where that comes that's like, that's like Panamanians and Costa Ricans not liking each other. Well, there's a hierarchy there, too. So when you kind of put everybody on, like, a scale or a gamut, you got to figure out, like, where people lie. Like, Puerto Ricans are, like, right above, like, Mexicans, right? Because they not they, they have their own country, but they're part of our country, so they're not mm. really Spanish. And then 
you got people from the Bronx that's claiming Puerto Rico, never been to Puerto Rico, don't speak no Spanish. And then you got Dominicans who are full-blown Spanish and they come over here and they like take over. They have businesses, supermarkets, hair salons, nail salons, like taxi drivers. And they don't ever learn English. They claim whole neighborhoods and they just take over. So it's always going to be this beef because there's a difference. And all they want is that there's a difference between them. And if you listen to their Spanish, it's different. If you look at them, they look Oh, yeah, different. the dialect is definitely different. And then the, uh, the visual aesthetic is different too. But I feel as though that it's not, I'm not lumping them all in together, but I don't feel as though one Spanish is better than the other. That's like saying Africans are better than African Americans. Well, there's some beef there too. So there is. I know. I know. There's a large group of Africans that don't like African Americans because they, yeah. they they feel really some kind of way. West Indians don't yeah. like uh, yeah. African Americans. Yeah, and I. And, and I is that I, model minority shit? Yeah, and and it's like I don't get it to the point of why. Like it's it it make, like because growing up, my mother my mother is Costa Rican and grew up in Panama with her Jamaican grandmother, right? Correct. And. When my mother came here, she had me. I grew up in Flatbush, and she um would always like. I had American friends, and there was always a joke of you hanging with those Yankee boys. Mm-hmm. And I just like as a kid, I didn't take it as nothing because it's like it's my mother being my mother, whatever. But I never fully understood why. And and I'm I guess I'm still to this day at the age of thirty five, still trying to identify and understand why is that a thing. So I think culturally, like how you're socialized to believe. So like the immigrant experience is totally different from somebody who they feel has been in the the land of milk and honey. So like African-Americans and West Indians have this like unspoken beef because West Indians low-key think that African-Americans are lazy. All they do is they on the welfare, they get their checks and they food stamps. And there is a, a sense of like, oh, we, we strapped our boots up and we trying to make a living for our family. And we like climbing the ladder of success while, while Black people are not doing anything. Whole time Black people built the country emigrate to to have these opportunities so it's just this divisiveness that keeps the larger world going and the the more we kind of like look for the differences in different types of groups um everybody just want to be seen at the end of the day and it's just a lot of like social unlearning that we have to do because for me um it's always like oh i know i can't get with no american dude i can't bring no american dude home because they're gonna they're gonna wild me up when i bring him in the house so it's like how do you yeah, I, was, I grew up like that, that too balance? yeah it's like oh take that little piss and tail boy out of here he's a piss and tail <laughs> you know it just gotta be like wow it, it could be anybody and then that's crazy just not just not americans it could be anybody not americans and then not Haitians because they had like a strong fear of Haitians, like oh Haitians do voodoo. voodoo. Although yeah, that was the other one. Voodoo, AKA is all the same. Like Santeria, yep. Obia, yep. Voodoo, it's all the same. It's all cultural from different places. So interesting, but it, it just exists. And I think that the cycle kind of like ends with us when you start raising your children and kind of clarifying things. Mm-hmm. Even like as an adult, you're doing a bunch of cultural stuff that don't even make no sense. So like if I come in late, I'm like circle. I'm turning. I'm, I can't go in the house with my keys forward. I got to turn backwards. I don't want no spirits to follow me. But I don't believe in none of that stuff. It's just how I was raised. So it's like, 
you know, undoing some of that stuff because it don't make any sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of the uh, Spanish experiences, things of that nature, um, in North Carolina, um, yo, the Mexican kid, the, the Mexican kid that wore the uh, Mexican flag on stage to accept his diploma was denied his diploma after wearing Mexican flag on gown. Why? Why is this a thing? The child did give the diploma. Like I don't get it. So here's the secret to white people, right? They like to enforce rules, right? They make them. They don't have to follow them themselves, but they want to make sure that other people are in like following the rules. So Mm -hmm. they're claiming that the Mexican flag on top of the cap and gown was a dress code violation. And you can't receive your diploma if you're not in the appropriate attire, which is nonsense because you don't get your diploma the day of graduation anyway. Not even in North Carolina. I looked it up because I was interested in figuring it out. You get it after. You just get a uh, uh, like a rolled up piece of paper. It's pretend. So this whole idea, it's like symbolism. Like we want you to like assume your Americanism. Like they're just imposing Mm -hmm. certain views. Like the two things have nothing to do with each other, but. Listen, there's something inherent in being a Karen and being um, somebody who wants to also make sure that you're following rules, but they can break them. Like they are stat quo keepers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's nasty to me that you do this to a child that worked his ass off four straight years to get where he needed to be. Grades were good. Did everything by the book to, in order to graduate and the fact that he threw a, a American, not American, excuse me, a Mexican flag on over his robe in order to represent that he's he's probably the not I don't want to say first in his his uh, family to graduate high school, but if he's a first generation um, Mexican American, he's probably the first of his family to graduate from an American high school to go into college and to show that he has not lost sight of where his parents came from, uh, where his family come from. It's like, it's, it's a shame that, that it's a thing. But being an immigrant in America is a part of the American dream, right? You come yep. here, the land, the land of milk and honey of the land of opportunity. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I hate that term, but that's what they call it. And you know, you elevate and to be, like this, have this extra burden because it's difficult to emigrate here, not speak a language, have to assimilate, have to start from behind the scratch line to meet these milestones and still be ridiculed for it. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. And people uh, always customizing their caps. I don't get it. Y- yeah, that that and isn't that uh, out of dress code? Dress code? Like, yes. I'm I'm bedazzling my my cap and gown to. And show my individuality, mm-hmm. but the moment I put something on that you don't approve of, in terms of showing my minority strength and my people can do it, it's like, oh no, we we got to put them back in place. You got to be good old boy in order to be up here. Well, it's oppressive, right? So you can put a little Mexican flag on the top of your cap, but you ain't about to don yourself in the Mexican flag. Right. Mm-hmm. We want you to. It's. I'm. I'm trying to oppress you so that you know that they're still. Uh, a force above you. It's weird, but true. Yeah. Uh, I think um, 
I think Bella, you put this into the notes. Exactly. Let me let's touch on all the school stuff in yeah. one quick segment. Um, there was also which I I love this story because I feel as though white people need to use their voice in times of how can I put it? Not say need, but in times of crisis, and for this girl to in, in Texas to take her valedictorian speech and turn it into a a a time to bash um Texas governors and senators that introduces heartbeat bill was amazing. Like that's I feel as though at, at that point you're using your white privilege correctly. Mm. And it, 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 it may it may be for self-serving purposes or whatever it is. Yeah. But in that instance, yes, it was to me was used correctly. Um, you use your white privilege to speak up on something that is is oppressive in a way. It, it, it's it's literally oppressive. Like you, how do you sign into an act that no matter if you're raped, incest, um, regret, whatever it is, you cannot abort a baby after six weeks. Don't get me get, correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't really know if you're pregnant for maybe what Six two months. months? <laughs> no, that's not true. Most people don't know until like five, six weeks. Um, mm-hmm. like that's like where you start to show like early symptoms, but yeah, a lot of women don't really know no until like you're right about eight weeks. Yeah, so about eight weeks. Yeah. So like, so at that point already, you don't know you you you're pregnant and you don't know what the fuck is going on. Like now you you find out you're pregnant and now you're looking like okay I can't get an abortion so now you have to drive out of state to get an abortion. Yeah, but people been doing that for a really long time too. Oh yeah, it was like that, that in Pennsylvania, people yeah. were driving up from Philly to New York to get to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, and, and, and it makes no damn sense at all that that that's a thing. Like, why does that have to be a thing? It's like comment like why do men tell women what to do with their bodies? Because men feel like they can and they have since the beginning of time. So this is just a creative way to do it. Um, whereas, you know, in the past, like so it's the same thing like, oh, if a guy tells a girl, like, oh, I don't want to have this baby, but the girl decides to have the baby anyway. Like, is that guy still responsible for it? So like it's always about oppressing a certain group of people because of fear of what they bring to the table. So I think that women are always on the chopping block because black women, especially we're the most educated we're the largest population, like of people that consist of Americans and we are constantly doing things. We're upward mobility. You're getting, you're building businesses. Like there are small business grants just for women. Like there's so much to be said for women and men want to, remain in power so how do i do it i make decisions about women their bodies think about like even health insurance health insurance covers viagra but won't cover like fertility issues in like that's wild i I didn't know uh i didn't know um health insurance covers viagra i gotta go see my doctor okay blue pills for you listen man (laughs) I'm about to be forty. You getting in a up there? You getting up there? I'm about to be forty in a couple years. Um, 
But I always find that, like, with these laws, like, it's kind of combined with, like, Christianity. Like, a lot of people always. stand behind Christianity to, like, promote these oppressive things, like, and then use the Bible as a way to, like, just be like, yes, this is the right I thing. I wholeheartedly agree with you. But here's my question. Didn't they teach us in elementary school there's supposed to be a separation between church and state? Mm-hmm. Why, why is there no separation? Because it's fake. It's fake as fuck. Right. <laughs> it's only in, in with regard to like schools. Like, you know, I'm only going to separate it here, but I can mix and mingle everywhere else. Yeah, because in the courthouse, you raise your hands and they swear you in. Who are you swearing to? On a Bible. Yeah, on a Bible. Like, you're, you're swearing to God. But even thinking about the inauguration is a whole prayer. We all praying as a nation to this with this person of whatever faith of the president. Then you have them swearing in over the Bible from God knows how long. Like it's it's ingrained in the American tradition. But again, it isn't inclusive. Mm -hmm. They always going to use morality to kind of guide these laws, which is why we have the whole lgbtq plus community and their struggles with getting equal rights because they're seen as less than because they don't match what you know people in power believe to be the norm i i agree i agree um i think the last school thing we have is the, the disturbing one and we actually have an update for this one but uh a teacher in i believe i think she's brooklyn but no. i know it was in new york no, Dalton uh, is in Manhattan. Oh, so Dalton, um, Dalton Elementary School was teaching first graders about masturbation. Mm. I don't talk about it. Let me hear. I I don't get the thinking behind this shit, and the reason why it bothers me is, yes, we kids should learn about sex education. First grade is not the place where kids should learn about sex education. Masturbation is not something that kids should learn about as well. And, yeah. and 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 from a third party source, like I I would I would be livid. I would lose my fucking mind if my son came home and told me that his teacher told him about um, touching himself in specific areas. I'm like, I would lose my mind. Like that's that's borderline pedophilia. Mm-hmm. That's, mm. Like that's that's walking that line. I don't know because. During the day, I work with middle schoolers. I've been doing that for over a decade. And I understand that we're thinking about children, the children that we're raising, children that we are involved with, with our specific experience. But these kids are far more advanced. And there's science that proves that you're discovering your body as early as pre-K. Think about like kissing in the in the cubby hole like they're doing mm-hmm. these types of things as early as pre-k kindergarten when i Which, watched the video mm-hmm. the video is giving information it's not saying this is how you masturbate step one it's offering information because you are experiencing erections you are experiencing these things on your body and your parents aren't necessarily a comfortable with telling you or telling you at all what i do think the school should have done is they might have um like sent the permission slip home, like, hey, we're gonna be talking about these things on these days. Come, no, okay, then keep him home, or we're gonna put him in the J- Johnny's in first grade, he can't come. Okay, well, that's fine. Like, it's your right to determine what you no, want you don't to get the joke. Kids to. You didn't get the joke. Johnny's coming, yes, yeah. he can't come, yeah, He's six, but he could come, he's just <laughs> not coming 
with the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the idea is like, yes, that teacher did overstep because um, they didn't ask for permissions. But the things that the teacher was discussing with students, it was perfectly okay. Like completely okay. I'm talking about. But it was also outside of the curriculum. She did that on her own. Oh, really? Well, the thing with Dalton is there is no pre-slugs curriculum, right? So each kid to go to that school is about $60,000 a year. So what Mm. we're talking about, again, is privilege. (laughs) And even black wealth, like a small population of them. So it's like you're going to this school because you want your kid to have a different experience, right? You want your kid to be well. You know, this is something that they need to know, but you want to have a say-so because you're paying out of pocket. So, so I think that if this was a middle school or not, sorry, not a middle school, a public school, rather, there would not be any outrage because no one would care because no one cares what we teach kids in public school because you're too poor for me to care about it. So, again, uh, I wouldn't say that. I'm telling you, but go for it. I, I wouldn't say that to the fact that people don't care. I feel as though like I agree with you that the reason why this has been brought up is because of the money that's behind it. But it also, I feel as though, like, yes, there is no curriculum. But like you said, there was no heads up as to what transpired. I bet if this was a public school and they did the same exact thing and there was no heads up from any 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 staff member to parents, it will be the same sort of outrage. Mm-hmm. Um, would, it, would the teacher have resigned? And the update is she, she did resign. Um, would she resign? Probably not. Um, because she wouldn't have no pressure coming down from her from uh, headmasters and and benefactors and donors and things of that nature. Sure. But I feel as though it, I think the the outrage would have been the same. She would have been reprimand reprimanded um, in terms of probably suspension with no pay for a while. But for her to straight up outright resign from the job, I don't think it would have would have gotten that far. Well, no, as a public school teacher, no, she would not have resigned. She would not have had any, like, she might have got like a disciplinary letter or whatever, but she would not have not been paid. The idea here is we're always talking about like the way of the future, right? And we still want to teach our kids abstinence. Like kids are having sex fifth, sixth grade, Mm -hmm. and they don't even know that they're having sex, whether it's oral sex, uh, sexual intercourse. Wait, these kids having oral sex at fifth grade? Yes, that is. They're not. They're not oh, finger popping. No. They're not kissing on the cheek. They're not holding hands. Like they going for the gusto. Because I, mean, I went for the gusto when I was eleven and she was sixteen, but I didn't get oral. Well, this that's the new kiss. They're not. They're not finger oh, popping. They're not. They like kids are talking about shaving their pubes. Like I didn't start doing that till like high school, probably. Like I wasn't worried. I didn't about get that. pubes until I was in high school. <laughs> like they <laughs> like listening to them talk is like many adults. Michelle, don't laugh. Are, which are like legit they don't have enough information so it's or they have too much information yeah too much of the wrong information because yes even I though they have a lot of information it's not right like and i also think i i, I put I, I put at fault social media mm-hmm. I you put can't for, fault social media who's I, monitoring I, them no no and i agree i agree but i also put at at fault social media because social media has built this stereotype and this mindset that if you're not doing what everybody else is doing, then you're doing something wrong. And that mindset has gone through social media. It was built upon social media that everybody's trying to live up to everyone else's expectation and lifestyle. And it doesn't work that way. Like there's girls right now that 
feel as though if a man don't buy him a Chanel bag, uh, a Birk, try to get a Birkin bag or something of this nature that the man doesn't have any money and it don't make sense. Like, how does how are you look trying to look at a rapper or a quote unquote famous person that's getting all kinds of money and doing these things and your guy works a nine to five job and you expect him to buy the same exact thing? Yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> Come through Michelle. Oh, we want that to know. God. Okay. Just a boy but, bag. That's all. That's what we want. Oh, you just want a boy bag? Yeah. I don't know what the hell a boy bag is, but yeah, that's not happening. Chanel bags <laughs> run what sixteen hundred dollars for the the the, uh, the doll ones. He could save his money. He, oh, he could save his money. You and don't have you to get it right for? now. For my, I'm giving him, him a heads for? up for my fortieth. For my fortieth, I won't. You could save over years if that's what you need to do. <laughs> but Show exactly, me exactly right. Me. All right. So 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 here's my thing. So you say he can save up and give it to you for your fortieth, right? Yep. These girls want a Chanel bag after date seven. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> well, boys out, boys, guys out here pretending too. Like I, 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 people I, in your not... DM, like, oh, let me take you to STK. Let me take you. To, you want to take me to all the lit spots? I don't even eat red meat, sir. Like I'm good with Popeye. What? <laughs> like, you eat bacon? I do. I do. I'm just saying. Oh, but they, I don't say, eat pork. I eat what? everything. Um, but my point is, they they make. They too fall into the trap, so they want to look oh, like yeah. they ball in. They got these fake watches on that don't friggin' like wind up. Like they, they roll it on TikTok. They, they roll, roll it on TikToks TikTok. and there's TikTok, and they roll exactly. these TikToks. So roll it, roll these on TikTok. But, so uh, it's it's weird that they want to be held to this standard, but then when you press them on it, they're like, "Whoa, now you ain't giving it up," and it's like, "Hold on." And and I agree. I I a hundred percent agree. Now the the old the age old question comes into play with this: Is it the chicken or the egg? Do the guys feel as though they had to portray those images in order to get a girl, or do the girls portray this image for in order to attract the man, or to 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 separate the as they quote unquote boys from the men? I think that women are we hold a bag when we kind of figure out, um, like we know who we gonna talk to, mm-hmm. right? So we approach if we approach you. You don't have to work hard. We already gonna talk to you, son. Like we we good. Like you don't have to pretend. You, why why like, the Brooklyn coming out of her? I'm just saying you don't have to <laughs> because at the end of the day, like I'm I'm kind of navigating this. But if you approaching me, all right, I need to see what you got. What you bring mm-hmm. to the table? Like that's so, different. All right. So here's my question to you, right? Both of you ladies. So you said if a man approaches you, he has to earn his way in. Correct. Yeah. And if you approach a man and he puts you through the same loops that you do, do you feel some kind of way? No. Okay. I mean, I've I've bought vacations for men. Like, excuse I, me. Exactly. So it's like it is what it is. You gonna have people okay. on Instagram? She gonna have people on her Instagram like, "Yeah, you single?" Mad peen pics. Now, Mad peen pics. Oh, that was that was back in the day. I'm I'm a gold digger now. So it's oh, oh lord, oh, you, she changed her ways, y'all. Mm-hmm. You are sure. I've, I've learned a hot oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you're a hot girl now. Jesus I mean, Christ, she it, said it, it has to be worth now. it. It has to be worth it. So I at the end of the day, I won't even cook a man a meal. You won't cook a man a meal. <laughs> I, no, no, that's special. Married? No, that's special. No, but cooking, uh, uh-uh. uh. So what the fuck? No, she said I wouldn't cook a man a meal. No, no. Wow. Why? <laughs> we could go out to eat. Wow. But I'm not cooking you a meal because that's so, like so, so, that's okay. a wifey duty. That's like so, I'm being a wife to uh, yeah. so you so, 
So here's 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 my question now. You wouldn't cook a man a meal, but do you think a man spending money you money on you is that a a, a husband hubby hubby thing? No. So what is a hubby hubby thing? If a woman cooking a meal, so if I better yet, boom, you said cooking a meal right is a wifey thing. So let's say your car is shoveled in, and the man say no, that's that's a hubby thing. I'm not doing that. That's a man. Would you feel thing. some kind of way? That's a man thing. I just expect a man to do man things. So what is a woman? So so what is a woman thing? I don't know. Being alive. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I see what I'm going to be dealing with this podcast. Like for me, I don't mind if you don't want to. If you don't want to help me, like that's fine. There are unintended consequences. So you yeah, don't want to exactly. dig my car out. You won't be digging my back out either. Like it's wow. Okay. Well, but no, so so see, and and I feel that's a double standard now, right? So, being that you won't cook for a man because he's he you're, that's a wifey duty, and if he feels as though digging out your car is a husband duty, and he don't want to do that, where does the the differentiation come apart? You get what I'm saying? Like he, you label certain things as wifey duties, and he labels some certain things as hub, hubby duties, and you both say, "All right, I'm not doing these set of things, and I'm not doing these set of things," because until we get, excuse me, we get to that 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 level, do you feel some kind of ways if he like again, like you said, won't dig your car out? So at the end of the day, right, is the what does it translate to? So me cooking you a meal for me translates to me being in a more serious position to like treating you, putting you on a pedestal that other people are not, right? Because if I'm mm-hmm. dating, I'm dating several people. We're going out. We're getting to know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm cooking for you, now you're coming in my house. We're sharing a meal. You, like, you're you're a part of my sphere, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're digging my car out, it's like, oh, I don't want my girl to do hard labor or I don't want my girl to hurt her back or break a nail doing whatever or but you, don't even have man, to, you don't even have but, to you don't have to do it yourself pay somebody but, to come do it for me but like, the man don't want the man you don't want the man to go hungry you don't have to come in the house to cook you a, you don't have to cook, come in the house to cook a meal you can right, cook a meal I could, of his job we no we could i could we i would uber eat him i would uber eat him something i would nah. i would we could go out to eat <laughs> You nah. hungry? You guys like I'm not cooking for you because cooking in nah, itself is labor of love. Yes, yeah, and she thinks the same way. She thinks the huh? same way. You just lucked up. She thinks nah. the same way. It's marriage, though. Like I'm happy I'm married because I couldn't survive in these streets right now. Mm-mm. You probably couldn't. No, I could not do it. I could barely do it back then. <laughs> nope. But it's cooking a is a labor of love. Okay. Cooking is a labor of love, and 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 labor. A man doing labor for women is a labor of love too. But you don't understand, right? These days, there are not a lot of men that women will shut the fuck up for. Like, there's none. Yeah. Like, it's like one in every a hundred. Yeah. Not even like gassing it. Like, if you don't make me submit, then you ain't it. Exactly. There's not <laughs> a lot of men out here. And I'm but telling again, you, the men that will that will make you submit, they they're they're dating around. They, they have more, multiple women. It's, it's, that's how it is right now. So, I, honestly, I seen somebody say something that said 25% of men are in jail or black men are in jail and the other 25% identify as gay or LGBTQ. And it's like, they're slim pickings. What happens to the other 50? That's 25 and 25. Where's the other 50? But that's what I'm saying. So women outweigh men. Uh, by the other 50 is married. 
but oh, that was about a large margin, right? So it's either. So okay. I, I think this somebody was using this argument for monogamy, uh, uh, polyamorous uh, relationships. It was like, all right, women are opposed to polyamorous relationships, but twenty five percent are in, black men are in jail. Twenty five percent of black men identify as the LGBTQ community, and the other fifty percent, huh? I'm not opposed. Okay, I just I had am. this conversation with 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 I guess someone I'm used to date. Kind of, we're talking again, but I don't know. Okay. Oh, is, mean, is it, is it, wait, 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 hold on. Is this that old thing back? Wait, wait, tell me, tell me, tell me, Michelle, is this the conversation we had? Um, I'm not sure. Oh Never Jesus mind. Christ! We just, not sure. We would just because I don't remember. <laughs> oh my God! He just wants me to be like, all right. So he has like three women. Oh, wow. You know, but like he'll be honest with me. He wouldn't like, but he'll pay my rent and everything. Do do what a man's supposed to do. But just, I have to be okay with that. The so first, you have a sugar daddy. So the, no, so like the first round, the first go the round. First like, round. <laughs> I'm listening. I was, this I is good. I wasn't like, I didn't know that that's what it was. And then when mm-hmm. I found out, well, he, he told me I didn't like find out. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like the older I get, it's like. This limb picking is just, I don't know, I might do it just because, like, even though there's multiple women involved, he's still, like, compared to, like, all my exes, he has done more for me. Like, it's weird. Even though he has multiple women, it's like, I got more energy from him out of everybody I've ever been with. And it's weird. I think we stumbled this a good-ass topic right here. So, I'm asking the question of, are there certain guys that are worthy of, like, polyamorous, polyamorous relationships? relationships? Because if, first of all, you if you ain't got enough peen, no. Oh God, you can't have multiple women because you're not about to disappoint us as a cohort. Like no. The next one is, do you have enough money? Mm-hmm. Do you have enough swag? Like I see cornballs out here with four, five, six chicks, and they're like, oh, it's okay. Like no, like no one. If you have a little bit of peen, I'm not gonna join a cohort of women because so y'all can all laugh at me. Like oh, she ain't there faking. Like she don't know what she doing. Like so, I'm not so- doing that. Your your stipulations to be a sister wife is he has to have enough pain and enough money. I I don't know a man that is emotionally capable of uh m- like manipulating or juggling several women. Like I'm they say, why is it, it why is it called manipulating with a man? It is it? it's manipulating. When women do, it's ma- manipulating too. Y'all just don't look at it that way because y'all look at us as powerless. So no, I, I, that's not me. Don't, don't the only thing that y'all give power, the only you, thing that you, men you give power to, listen, niggas, right? listen, use the nigga representative today. Um, the only thing that men give power to is pussy, not the woman, but pussy. So when the woman wields it for Chanel bags, Birkins, houses, cars, jets, like, why are you upset? Because that's the only thing that you respect. Well, we seen Sweetie uh, try to do that and he asked for that bitch back. And so does Mayweather. You and you renting a lifestyle. And when you break up with these dudes, they want their Birkins back. That's their investments. Yes. I want I want my, my, my leased car back. That's in my name. You crash that car, I'm responsible for that shit. Give it back. I will crash that shit on purpose. Well, that's and guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sue like a motherfucker. That's an, um another I'm topic. Sue we had. The shit out of you. <laughs> that's another topic we had. Should you keep gifts from your ex? So let's say oh, yeah. I, I say I say no because I've had oh, rude. Well, with me? <laughs> yes. Tell us why? more. Tell me more. I, why I can't keep so, my Birkin from my old nigga and you can't buy me one? Come on. So, <laughs> oh, my, oh my god. Let me tell y'all. I 
This is oh, this is years ago. Oh sugar daddy again? No, 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 no. Okay. So I was dating this guy. He bought me an Xbox. Um, he wanted it back. So oh, you told me about this. <laughs> my new boyfriend told me to give it back that he'll get me a new one. This nigga gave me a fucking used Xbox. So wait, hold on. Why are you mad? It's it is new. It's new to you. Shut the hell up. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I was so uh, yo. I was like yo. I could just. I got an Xbox shit. One S for sale right now. I probably sell my One X because I'm not using it. I turned my One X on since like mm. once since I bought it. Uh, that 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 is hilarious. But I so I I give you my example right. One Christmas I got a LeBron James Cavalier jersey right. Um, the moment I broke up with this toxic heifer, um, <laughs> Jersey got thrown in the trash. Why? Because I don't want shit to remember. Like, all right. So this ex in particular, I won't say her name because I don't want to get sued for defamation of character, which I can't because it's actually true. Um, but, oh my God. No, no, seriously. <laughs> you, you, are can't get sued for defamation. you can't get sued for defamation if you're telling the truth about somebody. Okay. So, so. Sis, if you're listening, you a toxic heifer. And that's the truth. <laughs> you're, you're toxic as a motherfucker. Um, we broke up a, a number of times, and anytime I tried to move on, she would make me feel guilty about moving on. Like I dated, like I, I broke up with her. Went out to the, I went on a date with this, um, this woman, and she just happened to be younger than me and younger than my ex. And she was like, "Oh, I can't believe you out here with a 24 year old bitch trying to date her." And I'm just like. She's like, oh, you like a pedophile. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like that those levels of toxic trying to make me like feel guilty. But like the moment I broke up with her, I was like, I don't, I don't want shit to remind me of you. Like, and I feel as though in a relationship, you shouldn't want stuff to remind you of your ex. Because granted, you might not like your ex, but when you get something, when you got when you look at that item that you got from them, you're gonna think of those good moments. That is not I, true. She yeah, should have bought you something better. Cause you wouldn't feel in the way. Yeah, women women break up mentally before they break up physically. So by the time we break up, it's we been. Oh no, I do that shit too. So you a woman, low key. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) Just call me a call me a woman. Yeah. No, so I I tell you why. So when I get into relationships, the first thing I do in my mind is part of my anxiety and all this shit is um, I go through all the worst scenarios that could possibly happen of, of me. Breaking up with this relationship, like, like this relationship can go horribly wrong, um, and it can it can end a number of ways, and that's how I I deal with it. I deal with the breakup mentally. I deal with the the depression mentally. I deal with all this shit mentally before actually moving on. So like I've broken up with people, and they're like, "How do you get a new girlfriend and like so quickly and move on?" Because I dealt with all the the downfalls of breaking up in a relationship in the beginning of the relationship so i'm i'm mentally prepared for it to happen already if it does happen okay 90 day plan an exit strategy i like it it's not an exit strategy it's, it just, is. it's, it's my anxiety no it's an exit strategy no. i use that same thing yeah. I, I learned that from um what's his name uh what's his name yoga man uh rush philanthropics russell simmons he said when you get oh, into- <laughs> yes when you're getting rapey russell oh my God. When you are getting into these like business relationships or relationships, period, you got to think about how you're going to get out of them. So, like, when as I'm dating, I'm like, mm, like, how am I going to get out of this? Like, what's See, the worst no, so case I scenario? <laughs> I don't think about how I'm going to get out of it. I think about how can things, and I even do it with work. 
Like, if I get a new job, the first thing I'm thinking about, I right, how can I lose this job? Like, all these th- scenarios can happen. That way, I don't fall into a thing of depression uh, when, it, when it actually happens. Oh, boy. Okay. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm, my, my anxiety is trash. Like, trust me. Like, I can't, like, if, if I'm on a subway station in New York and and a child is running back and forth and just, and the parents are not, like, I'm fearing that the child's going to fall and get hit by a train. And I'm going to get covered in blood. Like, this goes, all goes through my head. <laughs> Sounds a little intense, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you need to really. I know. I know. But um, I'm, I'm keeping everything. Um, no, it doesn't remind me of the person. These are things that I've acquired because at some point in a relationship, you did some bullshit that warranted this really expensive gift. And you're not getting it back. That's like asking for money back. That's like, because like, what are you going to do with it? Give it to your new girlfriend, bum? What are you oh, gonna so, do? so how about this? How about you just straight up discard the item? Why? Exactly. I worked for this item. What did you work? Never mind. Don't tell me what you were oh, okay. Never, never mind. I was about to itemize for you the things that no, I do. I'm okay. I'm okay. You don't got to itemize for me. Exactly. So, my, gosh, my back this way, my leg cuckoo yeah. this way. No, I'm exactly. All right. All right. I'm so right. you work for those things. You either emotionally, physically, financially, like supporting a person when you're dealing with them. I don't think you should have to. Um, give the stuff back. Like, I mean, I've seen people like the, I used to do that when I was younger. Cause this one guy I was dating, he was like, I think he had bought me a pair like a Vizu jeans. And he was like, Oh, I had it on. And I was talking math a lot to him. Like, Hey, you're a bum nigga. I'm a bum nigga. I bought them jeans. You got on. I was embarrassed. And I was like, so I don't care. <laughs> and still I'm going to keep wearing these. Like these don't oh have nothing God. to do with you. Like you're the clown. I'm, I'm talking to you crazy and you spending money now. What? Like oh my God. you would have embarrassed me if it was like fake and I'm rocking it. Like it's real. Like that's different. Mm-hmm. But I'm going, I work for all of this stuff. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to go on dates with other people with it. You could feel away if you want to. Like, so, exactly. I- I'll say this. I'm, I'm my, my wife would tell you I'm horrible to buy gifts for because anything I ever want, I buy myself. And I don't wait for no one to buy me anything. So like, wow. you'll be like, oh, I know he want this thing. And then two days later, you see it arrive. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what do I buy him? But I'll say this. I don't mind if you wear my, whatever I bought you out or flaunt it or all that shit. My, my, my one thing that, that irks me to this day, if someone t- does, does it, is if I put you onto a restaurant and you take another nigga there, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, really? Food is my shit. Nah. You know it's crazy. If I find the restaurant I like, he's taking me. He's taking me. Oh <laughs> he's my god! Because I'm gonna try everything on the menu at somebody else's expense. What's wrong nah. with you, Shy? First, I went nah. to a restaurant this week that my next my next date we go in. Oh my like, god! Okay, put me See, on, and, and this is why, Where was? And, and this is why Puck. I never tell women <laughs> Wait, to pick, pick what we want to eat. Oh, Wolfgang Puck. Ooh. Ooh. So this is why I, I never tell women pick what we want to eat because you're gonna take me to a plus spot her, her other nigga went to. Whatever, I would like. I Man, really be thinking that deep, like it's food. Only him, because he just no, but see, describes but, his anxiety. No other man is going that deep. I'm, I'm a foodie. Here. I'm a foodie. So I put you onto a spot. Like I won't say I put a lot of females onto Sweet Chick in Williamsburg and um, Pies and Thighs in Williamsburg, Ooh. like. Like when I went to Pies and Thighs, the first time I went to Pies and Thighs was 2011, 2012. I went to Pies, I went to um, Sweet Chicks around the same time. You know, no one was on Sweet Chicks and Pies and Thighs back then. Mm-hmm. This is before they went to Flatbush Ave. Mm-hmm. So 
I took females and then I ended up seeing them there. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like, it, if, I, 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 I feel some kind of way. You had to get your food to go. Nah, I ain't got <laughs> no food to go. What by knock the shit off their table? Oh, I mean, Petty. it's small enough in there, so maybe. They, they, and they'd be like, why'd you, you, you felt some kind of way? Short? No, no, don't take, don't, don't bring people to my spots. Like, but that's just like the, the that. people on Instagram. <laughs> like, oh, I'm where you not. Like, no, just tell me where the restaurant is. I want to go. Like, that's why I appreciate all these millennials, the younger ones that they put it on TikTok. Oh, this mm-hmm. is the new spot. I just I write TikTok them all down. For new shit. Exactly. TikTok is where is that? Because these niggas on Instagram, your mother's house, and they really being Philippe's. Like, come on, be for real. Now, <laughs> do you see that SDKs and uh, Ruth Chris uh, put in a uh, was it a uh, uh, spending limit that you have to spend a minimum one hundred dollars there per person because people were going there taking pictures and only um, getting uh, liquor? Listen, I don't. They be fronting. STK is a curse word to me. Like, don't invite me to your birthday dinner if you ain't prepay it. Like, no, I'm not coming. Is is that expensive? It's it's overpriced. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really the liquor, right? So a drink is twenty dollars. A shot is twenty dollars. The average person gets about two. So if I'm bad, the average person gets about two, but if they get real lit, it turn into six per person. It's four y'all at the table. That's 24 drinks that that bill is already in the hundreds. So you ain't even eat nothing. The food isn't that good. So I don't do birthday dinner. So I'm, yeah, that, that ain't me. It's overpriced. I don't understand that. It's fucking Chinese food. But it's, it's not, really it's not overpriced though. when it's somebody else's pocket. Hmm? Of course not. You're, not trying You're trying to get to know me. No. trying to get to know me. What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. It's a price tag attached to that. Oh my god! That's, that's why I don't feel bad I when, the dude, when the dude before <laughs> they swipe the card, be like, "Are you coming to my house tonight?" And she be like, "No," and he put separate checks. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad for that. That's broke nigga shit, though. How's that broke nigga shit? That's broke nigga shit. How I always I strategically shit? have to use the bathroom when it's check time anyway. So, <laughs> yo, so I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Um, you. Pr- Bella might know the person. I wasn't dating a person or anything of that nature. I'm um, just putting it out there now. Mm-hmm. But um, no, nah, I legit wasn't. I, I legit wasn't. You know, I think you know the person. Okay. Um, they 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 hit me up. They're like, "Yo, I'm in Flatbush. Um, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm shit. I'm all home from work, chilling." They're like, "Yo, you want to go grab something to eat?" I'm like, "All right, cool." Now, in my mindset, the way I operate is, if you, if ask, you, you pay, if you ask, you pay. That that's. <laughs> She hit me up. She like, what are you doing? You want to go get something to eat? I was fine in my bed. I could have had hot wings and french fries. She said, let's go get something to eat. Cool. We go down to um, some restaurant, some Jamaican restaurant on Flatbush. Not, it's by Barclay Center, but not too far from... Sugar cane. It's not... I think it might be sugar cane. I'm not... No, no, not... not, not, not is this sugar cane by? It um, is. That's the only one that was down there at that time, and they okay. turned that in. Okay, so yeah, I probably went there, right? So we eating, we having conversations, drinks, whatever. All I know is time for us to go, and I'm like, all right, let's get the check. She's like, all right, I'm going, I'm going to go to the car and warm the car up. <laughs> Yo, if you could see my fucking face, like, I legit want to say, "Yo, I didn't bring my wallet." I legit want to say, yo, I didn't bring my wallet. You got got brother. Like that, I was hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I was, I was mad, but it also let me know, like, to never try to bag this person, like, never try to date this person. 
And it's just like, dog, like, what the fuck? Like, even though, granted, I wasn't trying to bag them, but, like, certain shit, like, I, you you all probably do it. Like, you never completely shut someone out, but it's like, once somebody do something, it's like, yeah, I'm never, I'll never date you. Like, it was one of those moments for me. Dang, it's the she didn't pay the bill? No, it's the you invite me out and expect me to pay. You, you legit hit me up so I could buy you something to eat. I don't know. I intentionally date men who like don't want me to spend my own money. No, I'm I'm that way too. Yes, I'm, Michelle, send no. them. So I'm, I'm the type of person like this. I'm the type of person like this. If we go out to eat, I don't expect you to pay. I want you to pump fake at the wallet and make it seem like you like make it look good. Or if I pay, like yo, I got the tip. Don't worry about it. Why do I have to stroke your ego? If you was going, if you nah. intend on paying it's, anyway, but why it's not stroking ego because it's like I'm it's a pay. It's a level of expectation. Men. It's right. A, it's, the expectation is you will pay. So, so the expectation from a man, so if but a man expecting sex is wrong. Listen, I'm it's telling you. You can't equate food to sex. Like, Why not? You, you you eat in both situations. <laughs> but I think honestly, the again, the woman determines if she's gonna have sex with the man or not before they uh, go out to eat. Understandable. So all this extra nonsense that y'all doing, like the flowers, the Uber, XL, like y'all don't have to do none of that. She's going to do it anyway. Like, So fellas, do the bare minimum and buy a lot of food <laughs> and she'll give up the pussy. She will. She Point will. blank fit. You feed her, she'll let you feed her. Exactly. Nah, I feel like the, nah. Mm-mm. And Michelle's first, looking for a sugar daddy. When I be like, mm, I'm so hungry. If you don't, if you don't get me food, like right after I say that. Yo, what kind of shit is that? We can't. Mm, I'm so we hungry. Not, we don't go together. Mm, we don't go, go together. together. <laughs> I'm, so mm, I'm so hungry. Did I'm you gonna eat? start looking at you different. Like you really gonna like, out here hungry? Like for How? real? This for man real. is hungry every day for Panani, and you didn't give him none. Okay. He and you gotta wait his different turn. Different sources. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear her? He needs to wait his turn. Exactly. What the fuck is this, a merry-go-round? <laughs> Maybe we don't know how many niggas on a carousel. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, bro, this ain't no Ferris wheel pump pump. See, like me, I'm dating, but I'm celibate. But like the guy that. Oh, nah, like, Michelle, the they don't go together. No, 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 hold on, wait, <laughs> wait no, wait. no, no. So anytime I hear a female say they celibate, you know what I say? They how much it costs since you're selling a bit? Oh, huh? How much it costs since you're selling a bit? How much? Listen, listen, I posed that question on my Instagram. How much would you have to guarantee? And, and and revenue every month for you to create the OnlyFans. I told you, hundred thousand. A hundred thousand a month yeah. or a year? A week. Oh. <laughs> Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here, wild things change. I'm signing up. What are you doing? I'm coming for a hundred racks a week. I'm definitely creating the OnlyFans. You bugging? But like I said, everybody has their price. Like men have their price. What they would do. But how much? Not in terms of financial, but like they would spend a lot of money on women if women do certain things. A woman would give up a lot of extracurriculars if men spend enough time with them, do everything they ask. It's it's the barter system. It, it, it you literally is how much can you get from this person in order to give them what you want? No, I think you're like dumbing down the love language, right? So like, if I know that a dude does not value money. That's the dude that's paying to get my hair done, my nails oh done. My like, God. they don't value money, right? But they value their time. They always hanging out with their homeboys. 
But if I know that that person is making a shift, like, oh, now that they're spending their time with me and their money, like, there's a different dynamic happening in the relationship. What happens is people go into relationships with certain mindsets and they don't even get to learn the person. So they can't even see whether the barter is fair or not. Because girls be like, oh, I just want money. Well, if you're messing with a drug dealer, of course he's going to Money's easy. Money's easy for him. It's but nothing. he's never going to give you his time. But you want to go on all these dates, but yeah. he like, go with your homegirls. Go to, like, and you, that's how you end up cheating. So it's like, yeah. how do you figure out the person that you're with so that you can A, get what you want, and then B, give them what they want so that y'all can sustain each other? So. All right. So this kind of goes into, um, I believe, uh, Bella, you put this in the, in the topics. What level of honesty is acceptable in a relationship? In the talking stage Ooh, or marriage, baby. I want to yeah. know everything. I'm just that person. So I'm the type of person I don't want to know everything. Me you know what's crazy? I was dating this guy, right? Up to this day, like I love this man, but he ghosted me. Whatever. That's so right. That's talking. right, King. That's right, King. You <laughs> got your words in and out. So we were like, basically, we were talking like about like we just asked each other questions and he was like who you lost your virginity to and i told him a name that man was his og oh, oh wow i know the og and a little and was, i know <laughs> i met them all right so i met the og like maybe i it was a long long time ago but yeah michelle how old are you 27 and you fucking with niggas og so he had to be in his late 30s how long ago was this um, I don't even want to get into. Yeah, that's that's another part of the issue. Oh man, mm-hmm. it was the other day, Shy. <laughs> see, I'm see, I'm doing the math over here, right? All right, don't do the math because the math though is not not. good. Yeah, you know, like you know those the drug dealers that you know that the young niggas were. Well, Harlem is another beast, so they all know each other. They all date each other, so. <sighs> It's kind of hard to be anonymous. It's crazy. Come to Brooklyn. That was a second. That was a second guy. Come to death row. What the fuck? Why are you? Why are you encouraging this shit? That was the second guy I dated from Harlem. Because Brooklyn is a little bit bigger. And they knew each other. No, it's not. It's a little bigger. Ooh, I almost said some shit. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I'm married. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Thank you for that. Shout out to your wife because she saved us. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Don't don't listen. You know my past. I do. That's why I said uh, shout out to her. She's okay. a special human. Okay. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bella. <laughs> but I think that um, when I was thinking about the levels of honesty, I was recently watching The Shy season three, episode two, um, which is really getting really good. So if you're not watching watch that it, show, you should watch it. Like season one is kind of trash, but it's becoming dynamic because they're touching on all the things that are trending right now. But Right now, the one of the main characters is in a marriage with his, I guess, sweetheart, his baby mother, one of his baby mothers, mm-hmm. and he he's a dick. What is it, dick entrepreneur? So he uses his dick. Wait, what? He uses. He's known around town for having sex. He's a so dick, right, dick entrepreneur. Yeah, that's the word. I don't know how to spell it, but that's what it is. Okay. So basically, he has slept with this girl that he opened a restaurant with. The girl mm. is now dating his dad. Wait, what? Wait a minute. And she's <laughs> not a girl. She's a woman. The woman See, is this actually is what, this played is why by Lala. I, I don't give a fuck what she is. This is why you women are, are fucking sick. Like, y'all are mentally... There's something wrong with you women. There's nothing you wrong fuck with a nigga, you woman. You would fuck a nigga, fuck with a nigga, and be like, you know what? 
you fucked me over, I'm gonna fuck your daddy. Like, no, but she didn't feel that way. She, she like when she first met him, she's like, "Yo, I heard you got a big dick. Let me see it. It's true." And she, he showed it to her, and they ended up having sex, right? And they just had sex. It wasn't like I want to be with you. Like women know what they want. Sometimes they can be direct about it and just move on from it. But now she's in a relationship with his dad, and she is more suitable to her because he's older, around her age or whatever. And she's liking the guy, so she wants the father to take her serious. She tells the father, like, yo, I fucked your son. And he's like, oh, all right, cool. But because they have this dynamic of all of them, like, hanging out or whatever, now the guy is like, oh, my God, should I tell her, should I not? And he ends up telling her that he slept with this woman that she's always hanging around. As a result, the girl is like, she goes and she has sex with somebody else. And she's like, you know what? I want to open marriage. So for me, I don't necessarily need to know all the details of, because I... When I'm with the dude, I picture him a certain way. I want him to be, I want him to be on the pedestal or the way that I see him. If I see how he's talking to other girls, I'm like, hell, you doing lame? Like, you don't gotta do. She's already gonna fuck you right here. And this text message, she's like, what you doing? Licking her lips. She trying to suck your dick. You don't gotta go harder. Oh, like, wow. I don't want to see my dude going extra hard for other girls because it makes me look at him a different way. So there's certain levels and boundaries to what he says and does or tells me that I don't need to know. Like it's cool to imagine it, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. So I don't I'm not I don't want to know all the details. I'm the, I'm the same way. I don't want to know a hundred percent of the details. Okay, um, everything. Like like with my wife, like her ex prior to me, like prior to us getting back together, um I didn't like the dude just just because his face. Like I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> Don't like your face, like. But I never asked her like go in depth of in terms of their relationship and shit like that because at the end of the day, I'm I'm with you. Like I don't give a fuck about the past. Uh, let's move forward. If you need to get some shit off your chest about your past, cool. But I'm not gonna ask you and, and, and poke and prod and shit like that because at the end of the day, it's not. It's not. I know women go through a lot of dark times, even though they make it seem like they're happy. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to open old wounds and shit like that. At the end of the day, like now, if you have some sort of STD and shit like that, I need to know, <laughs> like if you got a secret baby out here, I need to know like shit like that. Like is there's levels of how, what I need to know and what I don't need to know. Do I need mm. to know where y'all went on your first date or you guys went to this restaurant? Prime example. Cool. I just thought about this shit and this is why it's called the attention deficit podcast. So you all over the place. Yes. Toxic bitch, right? Same, <laughs> same toxic yes. bitch, right? You won't get a um, check for this show. Go ahead. <laughs> um <laughs> I was working at T Mobile on 34, not 34th Street at uh in Brooklyn on Utica and Union, right? I was at work. She wanted me to print her something, right? And it was raining like a motherfucker outside. And I'm like, all right, come pick it up. I'm printing for you. And she comes, she sits outside of her car, and I'm about to run it out. So my home, one of my coworkers was like, yo, your girl's outside. I'm like, all right, cool. I get a random text message from her. I was like, I know the dude that, that's in your store. I'm like, I don't know who it is. I'm in the back of the store, so I can't see who's in the store. I'm like, um, okay. How do you know him? Like, I don't know who it is, but I, I haven't seen him. She goes, oh, I fucked him once. I damn near lost my mind. <laughs> like, and, and that's and that's the problem I have. Initiating information I never asked. Like she initiated, I know this person. 
I never asked, do you know anybody in my store? Oh, well, maybe she was just trying to elicit some emotion. She didn't know if you was for her, so now she wanted to see if you was for we her. We were three her. years deep at this point. That don't mean nothing. Three years deep in a full-on toxic relationship that she cheated on me with every motherfucker and woman Ooh. in the world with. Damn. <laughs> you sound real hurt. No, I'm not hurt. No, mind you, I am not hurt. I am not hurt, but I'm just saying, we're three years deep into this shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, there was no reason to put like that's like me going, Oh, shorty over there, yeah, I smashed her out one time. You, you didn't ask that information from me. I need to know because I need to feel the energy. Like, but my thing is this. I'm trying to be my bestie, bitch. But no, no, that's the thing. No one was talking about anything of that kind. That was legit a customer in my store paying his phone bill that I had not seen. That she just brought up and said she fucked him once. I'm oh. the same way. Nah, nah. Nah. I'm just, but you know it's crazy because I literally had this conversation the other day, and he he was like, "You gotta treat relationships like a business, de- like a business deal." And I was like, "Oh, you're right." There's no reason but to I, show your cards if if no one asks to see your hand. But I just I just need to because I need you to accept me for me. No, under, understandable. <laughs> I will accept you no. for you, right? You're, you're, accept you for you, but there's no reason to accept you for you if I didn't ask the question. Let somebody ask a question first. That wasn't even on the radar, right? So just fly low, sis. You don't need to tell them everything until yeah, it comes yeah, up. That's the, that's the thing. Like, if, if someone asked you a question, like, like uh, here's a prime example. She told me that, right? With no one asking. But if I ask her if she cheated on me, is she cheating on me? Nah, I ain't cheating on you. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm sad. You so, willingly tell me some shit I didn't ask you, but when I ask you some shit, nah, you want to lie now. So you're saying um, that you're the guy that asks how many dudes you've been with? No, I, I don't ask that. Oh, I, I don't, I never I don't that care. Because I'm the person in the moment that's smashing you out at the moment. And the hole is still tight. So why you need to know who was there before I'm you? in pound town. <laughs> and I'm there. Like, and, 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 and mind you, she was the type of person that asked me my number. And I told her and she started crying. OMG. See? She, she crazy. Gotta be. But, th- thank you. That's that's not normal. That's not normal. Like, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Mind you, I, she asked me. I told her no. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not saying it. And she starts crying when I tell her because she kept pressuring me. <laughs> like, th- right, bad no. shit is that? Don't ask shit if you're gonna cry. Thank you. That's like that's like you going through a man's phone. And and finding some shit, and then you want to cry. No, you went looking for something. No, no, you could cry. No, no, no you could cry. You, his, his, no, here's the reason why. You had a a story in your mind made up already, right? That he's doing something or she's doing something. No, so I'm gonna look through the phone to find out what they're doing. Or my man is so perfect, he wouldn't dare do something the whole time. He so there's no reason for you to go through the phone. No, I'm just checking to see. If no, I'm no, there's no checking. reason for you to go through the phone. I you mean, have to have an inkling that. into reason why to go through the phone. No, like, honestly, there was this one time where I'm like, oh, you know, my dude is A1. He wouldn't do that. Like, that's my best friend. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, snap. One, two, three, four, nine. My God, when does he have all this time to do all Like, it, sometimes it's, it's just reassurance or it's either a confirmation or a rejection. So... My question to you is: A man goes through your phone, right? And he's he goes, sad. Comes, huh? He's gonna be sad. It's <laughs> sad oh. as hell. Oh Jesus Christ! So just Jesus don't do Christ. it. Yeah, don't. Fellas, if you ever go through your girl's <laughs> phone, never go to her a female group chat. Never. 
Never. Nah, I left my I, Apple Watch one time at my ex's house. Oh, oh my god. god, the heart populations. I was like, please, please So I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, fellas. You never go through a woman's group chat with her best friends. One, your dick picture is in there. Nah. No currently no his dick pictures not in there. I I've heard I've heard of situations, mm-hmm. right? Two, her friends talking about how they got their their back blown out the night before, the week before, whatever it is that nature. Uh like men, you are in, men don't know this, but you're in constant competition of your girl trying to one up her friends in terms of sex life. Maybe. Because they're going to talk about it. They might not say, oh, I'm going to try that or fuck out of here. I'm going to do that shit. But they're in constant competition. Like, oh, that nigga pounded me out last night. I can't walk this morning. Like, shit like that. Like, they like to have those friendly banters. But that's the same thing. Y'all just, men just do it in person at the barbershop. I see. I did that when I was 16, 17. I, I, could, I can't do it as, a, as an adult. Like, because you understand the implications. If I'm like, no, if you're no, like, damn, that. my my shooty really did X Y Z. Now your your girlfriend dropping you off at the barbershop or coming to pick you up or coming to pick the kids up. Your wife, they looking at her like, mm, like not, not not even that. I think for a a as a man, I grew out of that phase because I'm just sitting here like, what's the point? What am I getting from telling these dudes this? Straight a congratulatory ha- high five. Street cred. Like, what, like, and 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 at what point do a, a a man say street cred isn't enough? You're right. You grow out of it at some point. And, you... and and it goes into that whole thing of growing out of the friends that you 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 don't have beef with them. You just grow away from them. You grow away from them. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't care about this Jay Z uh topic anymore. It, it's it's long gone. Uh, but wait, let me ask you one more question. So, yeah, if, uh, and this is a, a thing I was talking with my homegirls about. Do you need to know if somebody is bisexual or used to be like a man or a girl before, like at, in the dating phase? Is that something they have to divulge? Yes. Wow. Well, it's no, no, not the bisexuality part. No, I don't care about that. Um, lesbian, ex lesbian, no. I think the transgender thing, yes. Why? Because even though you are who you are now, at one point you were somewhere else. You were someone else. You know what I'm saying? So you have to afford someone to... You're taking an opportunity from someone into making a decision for themselves if they want to talk to you or not. Because some men, even though... But you, you do were, want to talk to her because you want to date with her, right? No, no, no wait. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Also- let, let me. So they're on a date with that person without full knowledge of who that person is so they're going in with a preconceived notion of this person was born this way right um and without like and and that's how people die like it's it's sad because some people get killed over stuff like this i've like True. we've seen it in the news yeah. like True. like we've seen it in the news that people are finding out their the people that they're dating are uh transgender and then being killed because of they're not they're not it's not being divulged to them. And now they're feeling though they're being lied to and they're put in a position where they feel as though that they're, they're questioning their own sexuality now. Right. But that's that person's shame. That don't have nothing to do. Cause that person is still telling I, you at some point, but no, it, but some people tell them after the, the, the sex has already happened. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like people are being told that they're some, they're, they're dating a transgender person 
after they've received oral sex from someone or they've before they've had just sex in general with someone and it's like now you're putting someone in a position where it's like i what the fuck like now i'm questioning who i am as a person now i have to do something dramatic when it doesn't need to be done and i'm not and it's not right for them to to attack or kill someone because they were lied to in that standpoint but saying that they're they're wrong for feeling lied to and betrayed is is not it's not right they're they're 100 percent right to feel lied to and betrayed now it shouldn't come to physical violence but they have a right to feel hurt and lied to all right i hear you but you say the person has the opportunity they should have the choice to opt in or out of that relationship correct prior to so i mean i guess but yeah, i because like I don't if, see how if, that's different from tell me your number or tell me your STD or tell me your I, abortions. I, like the that's reason like, why tell me your abortions. Who, <laughs> who have you been talking to? Yo, people want to know. Nah, they, they want to find out if you're a serial killer. Yeah, they want to know. Nah, but no. So the reason why I see it as difference is is because it's those things won't change someone's perception of you. Those they things do. won't change. That's won't why change, they ask them. They, they won't change the the no so I people like females have asked my number just to ask my like legit ask my number just to ask it just to see like where I'm where I'm at in terms of experience experience okay. yes I was also I was also gonna say skill but it sounded cocky so yes experience and and like are, am I a rookie that or a also vet? does like, not mean because your number is high that you got correct. a bunch of experience but, you can be but that. people yeah. take that as an some females assume that. They assume that oh, if he has a if he has a high number, he don't know he knows what he's doing. If he has a low number, eh, we don't know if he's dope and if he knows what he's doing. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, but in terms of someone not telling you their original sexuality, it 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 is it's a blurry line where it's yeah. like I'm not asking you to disclose everything, but hey, I I I was born a I was born a man. I was born a, like, like. Let me ask you a question. You you start dating this dude. Y'all have sex. You come to find out he been fucking you with a strap on the whole time, and she was, and he he is actually really born a woman. Right. Would you feel some kind of way? I heard a story about this one time. I would be really upset at myself for not knowing the difference between real and fake dick. So <laughs> that's that's what you're gonna be upset about. I'm yes, upset. yes. Oh, Where was God. I? What kind of drugs was I under? Like, what's going on here? Now, but I get what you're saying. It's it's. It's deceptive. I get it. it yeah. It's deceptive. It's yeah. just just be as clear as possible. You don't have to come out and tell show somebody, oh, I had this dick once and now I have a vagina. No, just be like, hey, this is how I felt as a child. This is how I transitioned. And if you want to mess with me, cool. If you don't, I don't feel no kind of way. Move on. Nine times out of ten, these dudes nowadays, they're going to be like, fuck it. Like, these dudes are on some wild shit. They going to Atlanta not for the strip clubs. For the dick. They going for the dick. For the boy butter. They want that boy butter. They want boy pussy. <laughs> like it's 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 wild. Like, um, let's see, let's see. Where where are we? Um, we haven't talked about no music. Um, what are you ladies listening to right now? I went back in time. Listen to Kanye. <laughs> I, I I was listening to Watch the Throne today. Um. I've been listening to a lot of like Ari Lennox is like my favorite because that, that brown uh, what was it Shea Butter Shea Butter what and Ari Lennox Ari Lennox yeah 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 uh, Michelle used to be is, is a yeah. a singer 
Yes, bust a tune. Used to be. Bust a tune. Michelle, it's not used to be. You're you're a singer. Once a singer, always a singer. I can hear it right now. Say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I I was introduced to Michelle from a song that she sang with this dude named Cake. I don't know how long ago this shit was. That was a long ass time ago. But I I remember you had you wrote it. You had a blog, right? Yeah, I and did. Then you wrote it, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to sing that. I used to be listen to that song daily. Like I really love that song. Michelle can actually fucking sing. Like, don't let her don't let her uh be all modest and be like I'm a former <laughs> singer because she it, still got it, it, like, it adds to the mystery. Now I want to get to know more. What else so, do you do? So <laughs> I fucking we go we go to do sound check the other night and she she had this whole fucking setup where she has a professional mic. She called she called my mic the regular mic. And she's like, oh, I, I, I'm looking at her setup. I'm like, oh, just you got this nice professional mic. You have a compressor. You have a, a, a input output shit. I'm just looking like, oh, you you do this like so. She still has the equipment around. It's like it's like, do you get rid of your stuff from X? She keeps her X stuff around. Now you know it's crazy because I just like like if I'm going through something, I need to create. So I'll I'll make something. I'll sew something. I'll draw something or I'll sing something. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, f- I found your art page, but I didn't follow it because I didn't want you to oh. think I was a stalker. <laughs> Done. Follow it. I need more followers. All right, I got you. Um, how do you ladies feel um, that Snow Allegra announced the album and her album comes out on Friday? That's crazy. I'm not I'm, I'm not familiar. With who? Snow Allegra? No, no, the fuck? You did not say Mm-mm. that. I would sing what you just called yourself out as a singer, but it just I can tell up. you this one time. Situationship. She had this, the video with Michael B. Jordan. The one that he thought everybody thought he was dating a white girl. She's what is she? She's um. um I think she's. She's. Hold on. Mixed. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look I it up. Remember. I don't want to get it wrong. Um. She is. Her first name is actually Snow. No. Yeah. Oh shit. S N O. H Allegra. Uh, this is the thing I know from her. She, yeah. her, she's saying so that song that they featured on, yeah, that they featured. Um, what's his name? Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London. She's that's Swedish. how everybody starts at Swedish, and that's it. She's that's yeah. Just, she's just straight up Swedish. Okay, well, culture appropriation, but still. Oh uh, no, 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 she signed to um No ID. So, oh, oh is it No ID or uh? Is, I think it is No ID. No Knife Wonder. She signed a Knife Wonder. Oh, well, I see she's in the vision song and she's in yeah, she's um, song. yeah, amused, okay, so her feelings. Yeah, she, she's really good. Um, I, I, I loved her first two projects. Um, I'm really excited for that. My homegirl is uh, VP of promotion at RCA Records and she just dropped that hers dropping her album on the 25th. Um, and I'm really excited for that. Gabby Wilson, yeah, uh, does no does no wrong except for that Khaled song, but she actually sounded really good. I actually good like on that it. song. When people didn't like what, it. The Migos. Yeah. No. I so like I I like her on that song. <laughs> I don't like yeah. the Migos on that. Like, do not put the Migos on a Jamaican song. I just like, didn't see the purpose for them. Thank. I said the same thing when people thought I was a hater. It made no sense. Because I love the shorty love. I love the Jamaican bop. Then it's. Oh, we're doing this. Okay, got it. It it makes no sense at all. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to those two albums. Um, 
right now versus hers coming out of her show. I'm, I was tired of seeing her in the dark. Like, you know <laughs> like you, you cute. But, but Gabby's been out for a while, but she was just super young when she initially uh, came out. Mm-hmm. I don't care. We want to see you in the light. They said oh, apparently her and um, what's the other girl? The Spanish girl. Which one? She was in Brent Fire's video, I driving no the idea. driving the Cadillac when he have dropped no her idea. off to the other hoes house. No idea. Oh no! Oh my god! Brent god. Brent is talented as fuck too. Fuck. Yeah, I like him. Um, I like Giveon too. Give you honest. I, I so I just downloaded Give Yon's album. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, but I I, I see the everybody listening dancing to that heartbreak um anniversary no, no, no. song. I hate that song, but he's you said you hate that song. Yes, because the kids at work like they, oh, they dance to it all day, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even speak English. You don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you see, you guys seen this, but um, people are online comparing outdoor restaurants saying vaccinated people can eat indoors and non-vaccinated people has to take do take out or eat outdoors and they're comparing it to the segregation oh my god and white people want to be oppressed so bad it's just no no not white people i've seen black people say this black people don't know what they're talking about it's not the same thing you have have a choice i have a choice to be vaccinated or not vaccinated i don't have a choice to show up black like Thank it's not and, the same and, thing. And that was my, 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 my thing. I'm like, dog, like, how are you comparing the two, right? When black people were born that way, right? You're being vaccinated is a choice. You have a choice to either A, take the vaccination and live your life as free as possible, or don't take the vaccination and fucking live live in uh, apart from everybody else because you didn't want you didn't want to take safety protocols. And it's just like, it, like, oh, it's segregation. You're forcing us to take something. No, no one's holding a gun to your head and saying you must take this. Just like, come over here. Yeah, and then, and then people are like, oh, I need a, uh, I need to find somebody that that makes fake vaccination cards. What? They do do that. I, I know somebody got arrested for that shit. Like somebody legit got arrested for that shit. There's a spot in Brooklyn, y'all. Oh Jesus Christ! Hit me and play that. I tell you. <laughs> You now, you are something people, else. I know. Uh-huh, I'm vaccinated. I'm big vax. I, well, you guys know I had COVID. I did too. That's why I got Me vaccinated. Too. So yeah, I, I had COVID, and I was like, my, well, I didn't have a choice. So prior to getting COVID, I was I, me and my wife was going back and forth because I don't take no vaccination shots. I don't take the flu vaccination shots yearly. I don't do none of that shit um, because I, my body fights off my sicknesses by itself. And if I do get sick, I get sick once a year for three days, and that's it. Um, and it was like a back and forth. Like I'm not taking a vaccination. I'm not taking a vaccination. The moment I got COVID, she's like, "Well, you can't fight it now." <laughs> I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like that shit got me mad. Um. Well, you got the antibodies. Yeah, but I, I so I I got vaccinated, and the day after the, my first shot, I had a hundred and one degree fever. Mm, um, for you got, like you got sick sick. Yeah. So no, this, you, this, 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 that's my fact. Yeah. When you huh? had when you had COVID. When uh-huh. you get the vaccine, it reactivates it, so it's almost like you have yeah. it again. Yeah. So when you had the worse your symptoms, the worse it was when you get the vaccine. So the same so thing my, happened to me. So my vaccine symptoms wasn't that bad. I it, it legit lasted for six hours. The the fever, 
Um, I had a headache, but that was about it. But like when I had COVID, I legit thought I was gonna die. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was planning my death. Like I was checking my, Damn. my, um, my life insurance policy. Like I was checking my 401k. I'm like, all right, the family good. Like I was, I was on that type of time. Like I, I did not think I was coming out my basement. Like I thought if they, if I was coming out my basement, they were going to put me on a cart and I was going to be gone. Like I was yeah. that scared for my life. It's the breathing. The yep. not being able to breathe. And then if you're asthmatic, like I am, like it, it's very, very scary. So yeah. I had to, of COVID, um, just working out and like getting outside, being active, like that, like the tricky part about COVID was the, let me just lay down. If I lay down and the more you lay down, like mm-hmm. the worse it was for you to breathe. So I was fine actually laying down. If I laid on my back, I was fine. But if I laid on my chest or either one of my sides, I could not breathe. Nah, I like, laid down and I couldn't feel my leg. What the fuck? <laughs> I could not feel my legs at all. The hell? I know. They, it was so they hit a nerve on you. <laughs> and then, you know, I then I got over the symptoms for a week and then I got it again like a week later. R- what? Wait, what? You mm-hmm. had COVID twice? In a, in a week? It felt like that. Yeah, uh, I got all, You probably I got, had one COVID. Yeah, it probably just didn't go away. Yeah, you probably just felt better periodically and then it was like you know i'm still here motherfucker yeah that shit was um, like a month oh wow yeah yeah about three weeks i did that jamaican thing though with the with the, with the orange pills with the, the orange pills and the jimmy yeah that, that shit didn't work for me oh we should have we should have talked about this part um when we were talking about the whole being honest thing with the with the exes uh do do people hate to see the ex fail that they fail with become successful with the next person in the beginning i think yeah but then if you're happy you're just gonna want everybody to be happy when you, like when you're not happy you're just gonna be like fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> i respect the honesty bella, bella about to come through with some shit yeah. nah because what i'm gonna tell y'all some real tea Every guy that I've dated, I've made him better for whoever else he's gonna be with. Like, I hate I've, that for me. Like I've watched people get married, have babies, I'm, I'm the same. Like, all that other stuff, and it's just like mm, interesting. I, I was the and same I did way. The same shit. I Bella. can't unsee them. Like I'm so, like, oh, you trash ass nigga. You never even ate at Philippe's before me. Like, uh, oh, you never even been out of the country. Like, so, so oh, you, do, you trash. You do, your credit, bitch. Like, you do, <laughs> you do hate that. So I was the same way. So I used to call. Remember the movie Good Luck Chuck? Mm-hmm. I was that was me. Every every person I I ended up breaking up with or the relationship ended with either a ended up with somebody else they married or they had a baby right after me, like literally right after me. And I'm just like, damn, like, I know, mind you, I'm not the type of person that that hate. I'm just like, damn, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, like, it it became a running joke. It was like, like females would ask like, oh, what happened with you and your ex? I'm like, um. We broke up, yada, 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 tell the truth or whatever. I'm like, well, she's married or she's pregnant now. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, and it was like, a, I saw, and that's why I started noticing it. And I'm just like, wait. And I started feeling like, good luck, Chuck. Like, all right, this is, this is like a trend or some shit like that. I mean, at the end of the day, if the person is doing better as a result of being with me, I'm cool with that. But I also have to stand, stand back and kind of reflect, like, what about me is saying to these people that, like, I'm a doormat or I'm like, the place where you get pumped up for the next person mm-hmm. because it's not like the new person is better than me, right? Because then that starts to happen too. It's like, well, what does this person have that I don't have? And I'm like, 
She don't even shave her legs. I'm killing myself. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, this one is bald headed. Like, you know, it's Yo! like, you start doing that. So it's like, it's not really about you and that person in that moment. It's about the timing, right? So that person may not have been more, well, mature enough, like emotionally or financially. Mm-hmm. I agree. You in that moment. So like, I respect it. But, but no, so I also see it as like, let's say we, we ended horribly. Like we weren't perfect. For, we weren't right for each other. We, we, it was a toxic ass relationship and we mo- we both move on and you have you find somebody that's, that makes you better or the, is right for you it makes sense because we weren't right for each other mm-hmm. like you found somebody that that completed you we obviously didn't complete each other because that's why we ended no you and completed I, them they just was not like they didn't no, complete no, you no so i i don't i don't look at it that way because at the end of the day like i don't only put onus on other people i put it on myself as well like there's things I've probably didn't do that didn't have us work out. Like I'm not going to, I'm not, I can't put it on someone else say, well, I think I completed them. I made them better. And nah, I, I'm, I can't be that person. No, you like, can, because if they're doing better as a result of being with you, that means that you had an impact on them. Like, but I think we don't know that. We just know that they're doing better in the next relationship. We just, I'm, I'm going no, off there's, of like, there's tangible things. There's tangible things. <laughs> like I said, like, if the guy wouldn't leave the block, all of a sudden he want to fly out Dubai and Miami. Oh, you couldn't even get to Soho in the Grill restaurant because it was too far. Now you in Damn, another... you said Soho in the Grill. <laughs> like you, you had to do that. Yeah, you, you, so he couldn't go to the local. He couldn't go to local spots. He couldn't go to Washington Square Park. He couldn't cross the bridge. So now, like when I see you, like wanting to do all these things and like me putting a bug in your ear like helping you get your passport now you like legitimize a little bit and you doing these things it's like hmm where's my thank you give me my flowers because i put you on it's the same thing like with you and your restaurants i put you on don't bring no other niggas here it's the same thing no 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 that's different that's not that, that's different it ain't that's different you want to be throwing people ties and guys on the floor you'll get me hot don't bring people to the spot i taught you about that's, that's I can't get mad. On. I can't get mad because you flying out on the passport that I applied for. Come on, be for real. Exactly, like yeah. the same thing. Nah, mm-hmm. it but, is. So, how can I say? I don't see that as being in a successful relationship, like flying out with people like that. Like seeing someone genuinely have, like you see, like you dated. Let's say you dated somebody for like four years. Y'all break up, and now you see in pictures of him with the new girl. And you never seen this nigga smile with all his teeth in his world in his life, but pictures with this nigga now he's smiling with his teeth with this new girl, like shit like that. I'm talking about like you can see the, the glow in this nigga's actually genuinely happy. Some okay. shit that you didn't see. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like the nigga is just happy, and it's like I never seen this nigga happy ever. Right, but what I'm saying is you can attribute some of their happiness to the life lessons that they've learned it. with you. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. I can't do that. I, I, I can't do that. So then you a waste man. You wasted their time too. That's <laughs> nah. why I No, so I, I'm okay, I'll tell you the type of person I am. Even at work, right? I'm a manager at my job, right? My team can do exceptional and my, my, my boss will be like, Oh, you guys did great. You you did a good job. Like, no, nah, I didn't do it, they did it. Like, I'm that type of person. That that's me. I can't take the credit. Like I always want to give the credit to other people. Well, you need to stop shrinking yourself. It's twenty twenty one. COVID told <laughs> you go big, go hard, or go home. Okay. Right. We were just talking about 
yeah, what the what the failing with the ex and they doing better with the next person. Uh, Bella told me I need to put myself on a high pedestal and feel better about myself and take credit for shit. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, we we missed one um, school shit. Uh, the Florida bans um, from teachers from teaching uh, race the, the race theory, the critical critical race theory. Yeah. What what is that about? So. I'm not sure what critical race theory is. Um, however, it's all politics, right? So if you mm. think about what's going on in like the world right now, like right now in New York City, like in the coming school year, we are um, expanding our curriculum to include uh, LGBTQ um, plus information, mm-hmm. like the history of it. But we still don't have a african-american uh we don't have no black history like there's no Mm -hmm. curriculum to support Mm -hmm. that and it really is just about politics implications of what you want like what you want your public to know so while we're celebrating juneteenth we're also fighting for the right to teach certain topics in like critical race theory in classes so they don't want you to know about critical race theory like that Mm -hmm slavery is not the beginning of history for blacks right it's just mm-hmm. this idea that um if we if we start teaching like black history then we are kind of undoing like white supremacy and that doesn't go with capitalism it doesn't go with what it means to be america like they don't want to acknowledge that the america that we are living in today is as a result of systemic racism so it bans it because they don't want you to know about where you come from. Ah, gotcha. I mean, we, it's, how can I put it? We, we've known this for a long time that they don't give a fuck about us. They don't want, uh, we, we, if we band together as we should, there shouldn't be a, we, we need them type thing. And we don't need, their curriculum we don't need their schools we, if, if we if we did everything we supposed to do we'll have the knowledge and and that we would need but for some weird reason we just can't all get together to how can i say teach each other it's always we a, don't know enough to teach each other like mm-hmm. it's not like we don't want to like if you think back to like Dr. Umar Johnson, he has all this funding, the GoFundMe ain't going on for years and almost money. decades. And he still can't open a school. You got you like- You think so? Is he really? No I one knows where that money went. He said he got the money, he got the school, he just need plumbers, electricians. He's gonna play, pay for all the supplies, but he want people to, I guess, do free labor. But that's not right, can, the issue. The can, issue can, 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 can I say this real quick? All right, if I stole some money, right? And I keep saying, yo, they don't want to work for me because I'm a black man and they want to hold us back from learning and all that. I could run with that for a very long time. <laughs> Until somebody publicly comes out and say, now nah, we'll do the work, what's up? I mean, both sides of the story are true, but at the end of the day, think about all well, this is this man's life's work, right? He spent a lot of time going around the country, around the world, preaching this pan-Africanism and we making our own school. Think about all the celebrities that have their own schools. So you got LeBron James, you got Diddy, you got Jimmy Alvini, you got Javi, you got um, Oprah, you got all these people that have their schools, mm-hmm. but they're of no direct 
consequence to like our communities, right? So LeBron, you're giving back with respect to your dream, your your specific area, but they don't focus on critical race theory. They don't focus on oh, okay. they don't focus on black empowerment, right? So they don't teach the the black curriculum. They teach a no, curriculum. They just teach yeah. it's just another outlet. So even like with Diddy mm. School here in Harlem, like it's it's a charter school and no no slight to charter schools, but charter schools are only put in places where the the average median income is below the poverty line. Like you will never find a charter school in a uppity with rich white area because there's no need for it. I'm gonna outsource, I'm gonna send them to Dalton, I'm gonna send them to Spence, I'm gonna send them to all of these highfalutin schools. So when you think about what the implications of the critical race theory are, first we have to admit that yes, America's racist. Yes, our history is embedded in enslavement our history is embedded in thievery and stealing people and resources from places and taking over but they don't want to do that i don't still don't understand how people don't understand that they understand it it's clear they just don't want to ignorance yeah that's true that's true and then you have to like reconstruct what we believe it is to be american what it believes to be america to be because at the end of the day what we have been taught is all a fabrication of the truth. So I agree. It makes sense for them to ban it. And it makes sense for Florida to ban it because Florida it's is Florida. It's Florida. Of, Florida is, is its own country. But like, look, Florida and Texas are their own countries. Like like listen, Texas I'll, uh Texas excuse the me. Bronx. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the Bronx is its own country too. And and Brownsville. Don't forget Staten Island. That's not a part of that's that's not a borough. That's not a borough. Well, no, Long Island is not a borough. But either way, um, what was I gonna say? I completely forgot. Um, Let's talk about Naomi Osaka. That black that that um queen. Oh, so I was gonna say that. I'll say this about um Dr. Umar Johnson. He had a a great theory about um Miss Osa- Naomi, which yeah. made perfect sense. And it, it might not be to what people would like, but it, it, it was true. I don't know if you guys seen his interview in the Breakfast Club when he was like, what they did for the did to Naomi was wrong and yada yada yada. But why is she representing Japan when her father's the one that taught her her Haitian father's the one that taught her how to play tennis? And it's it it feeds back into the self hate thing. Like, she represent, she can, she's representing Japan. She, so she's going to the Olympics and she's representing Japan. She's playing for Japan. Mm. And he's like, like, why is she not playing for Haiti? Because and he was like, playing for Haiti would be would mean more for the country uh, mm-hmm. for the for the country of Haiti than her playing for Japan. Her Haitian father taught her how to play tennis, but she she but every time you hear her, like they they announce her and stuff like that, it's always Japan. She gave up her U.S. citizenship mm-hmm. just to play for them back in 2019, 2018. She had to choose. She can't. She can't keep both. So, um, with so Japan, the they make you choose. So why, why choose Japan? And your father, your Haitian father, is the one that taught you how to play. And that, and that, and that was a question he asked. And I was like, it's, it's a valid ass question. But if she identified as Japanese, then. What do you want us to do? But again, 
That's another thing with when you're when you're multi race, people always want you to pick one. No, no, and, and and I agree. I, I I totally agree. But the question he was basically asking is, her playing for her playing for Haiti would do more for the country of Haiti mm -hmm. itself than her playing for Japan. And he said that her father should have not made her do it, but let her know like, hey, we can make a difference in the world by playing for our country. Instead of playing for a country that's 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 dominant already. But why does why do athletes have to be activists? She just want to play tennis. Let her play her tennis. How do you make more sense for her? You, you I, 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 mean, I, I think this is more complex than we think. I think I think so as well. But I, I just I just I I like the I not the idea but the 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 position he looked at it from, and it was like I never thought of it of that nature. I I, I legit never thought about it, and I was just like. I can see how some people can feel some type of way that the country of Haiti is in dire need. Like, like they've been through a lot. Like France is stealing money from Haiti. Like they refuse to give Haiti back their money. Like it's, it's wild. But what and is her playing in the Olympics for Haiti? Like what would it, that do for Haiti? It will put a, a, a spotlight on Haiti. It, and and it, it will, it will drive revenue to Haiti. Because people are like, oh well, we have this. Like, put it like this: when the Dominican Republic is is looked at as a a tourist spot and stuff like that, but we know Dominican Republic is like it has it's a lot of rough areas, right? Mm -hmm. So when it came to uh, baseball, when scouts and everybody started realizing that the Dominican Republic produces a lot of great baseball players, they started going there and and setting up organizations in order to help. Dominican Republic thrive and 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 just basically overall produce better athletes and putting them in a better situation. So that that spotlight of hey Haiti can have somebody come out of the out of Haiti. Granted, she probably wasn't born in Haiti, but, but she don't identify Haiti. as Haitian. She just says my father is Haitian. Yeah, she 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 says my father's Haitian, my mother's Japanese. Yeah, I mean she never hit it. She doesn't say she don't identify as Haitian. She identifies as Japanese. Japanese. So, like, and 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 again, like I said, Umar asked that question: Why? Well, you know what I, I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know much about her. Me neither. But I support but I her as a black like... woman. I support her as a black woman, and what they did to her in, in France, it was fucked up. But I support her as a black woman. But the question that he asked, it it, it was a relevant question that that I could not argue against. It could, but, but I just don't understand. Open. I just feel like I don't I don't want all of my athletes to be activists. Like if you are good at playing ball, then play ball. Like you do have a platform, but you don't have an obligation to take a political stance. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. So if she chooses to play for Japan, then go for it, sis. Like she's taking a stand in other in other ways, like the mental health stuff. Yeah. But for me particularly like when you sign up for a job and you know the rules of a job, you can't be like, ah, oh, well, I'm not going to do this part of the job because I don't feel like it. Right. And I think that that is something that you can attach to like, well, I want to say that the generation, what is it? X and like the older, the baby boomers, like they kind of just like trudge through things. I'm, I'm a millennial also. I'm like the earlier end. So are you, Sha? But mm -hmm. um, don't be, listen, 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 don't be loving me in with you. 
you're in there. I think you've got to be like 81. 81 yeah. is the cutoff to be a, a millennial. 81 to like 94 or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I thought, um, I thought you were trying to say I was born in 81. I'm about to say, hold up, now you want to fight. Nah, nah. Um, so I say that to say like, um, you know, we're taught to like suck it up and get the job done. Which but in is her a bad case, mentality. If you, I, if you, that's like me. All right, I'm a teacher, right? So mm-hmm. every day I got to walk in my class with my lesson plan or whatever, right? The day mm-hmm. that I walk in my class, I'm like, nah, I don't feel like lesson planning. And I get written up for it. I understand that there's a consequence, right? So with yes. her, she had the consequence of, yo, you don't want to do the press conference? There's a fine. Oh, she looked mm-hmm. at her, her account. All right, take it. Do the fine or whatever. And this mm-hmm. whole idea of, I think that I don't want to. The idea of mental health and because it's such a trending topic and everyone is into it and self-help, self-care, all mm-hmm. of this stuff. I don't want to take it for it. right. Yeah, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be like this thing like, oh, I need a day. Like I got a little girl that's in one of my classes. She was like, Oh, I'm so depressed today. I'm like, why? She like, I lost my cookie. Like, no, you ain't depressed, sis. You just take like yeah. it's, like mm-hmm. it's just this overstating of mental health that kind of like mm-hmm. lets the power of it like kind of like I guess dilute it a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. yes, she may be experiencing these things, but yes, this is also a part of your job. And saying that I don't feel like doing this on this day, you don't have to tell me because you're depressed and you're going through all these things. And don't you notice that I'm wearing headphones? Like, there, so where's the help I, before that day? I think so I saw. I I, I see it. Go ahead, go, Michelle. For like me, like I had a. Uh, like when they come from like the higher ups to like visit the store or whatever mm-hmm. had one of those i'm on vacation they wanted me to leave vacation come to the store to like you know show smd them and smd and at the same time both my parents had strokes so they both weren't were, like walking like i had to take vacation and they like literally to this day they be coming and they'd be like throwing subs like oh like because she had anxiety like because she was stressed out like it was Ugh. I, I'm I, so livid, though. I'm I'm with you on that, Michelle, because me and Michelle, we both work retail, and as a black person in retail, we can't drop the ball on anything. Mm-hmm. Like we can't call out of work because if when it's time for a promotion or something like that, they're gonna look at us like, eh, that one time you did this, that one time you didn't work for us, the one time we needed you, but they never talk about the 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 hundreds of times we did we did everything mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you on that sentiment, and like I tell my reps every time, like if you don't if you don't want to come to work and you don't feel mentally up to it, just tell me, yo, I need a mental health day. Like I just need a day to myself because working retail, it's it's overwhelming. And when Naomi did what she did and said she didn't want to talk to them, she told them like, hey, I will talk after the whole thing because I have a lot of pressure on me. I have like all this stuff, like, I have a lot going on with this tournament, and it, it it will get to me, right? So, and the reason why I, I feel that it was wrong for them to do what she did, they did to her, because if it was a male, it wouldn't have been done. And I have examples of that. If you watch basketball, Greg Popovich never talked to media. Like, if you ask him a question, he's giving you one-word answers, right? Marshawn Lynch, when he was in the, uh, in, in uh, the Super Bowl and the playoffs, and every time they sat to him down to talk, and what he, he only said one thing: "I'm just here, so I won't get fined. I'm so I'm here, I won't get." Fined. Technically, he's not talking to the media. He just sat there and repeated the same thing 
every question they asked him. And it's just like, all right, so if the males can do this, but a woman just don't want to show up because she's not in that headspace at that moment or she's completely focused, we're going to find her and set an example. But she's the men black, would sit too. there and not give you any 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 answer at all and you you accept that. So what what's the what would you rather? You rather someone not show up and and or you rather someone show up and give you dumb answers. So mm. you, you 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 can't play both sides of the fence. You can't you can't do that. Like I I, I just I, I used to play ball and I, I kinda I understand what the the if you're in a in a heated tournament or you're in a uh a headspace where like you need to stay focused and and you want you don't want to you don't want to break that focus and your anxiety make it the best of you like i used to dance on a tv show called flex in brooklyn before i got on stage i used to have back spasms and because i was so nervous and like i so i get it like it's it's it could be debilitating at, at certain moments but if someone tells you like hey i have no problem talking to the media the, the moment i'm out of the tournament or once the tournament's over all right, cool. Let's let's figure something out. If you want to write a statement about, or if you want to answer questions via email or something like that about the, your post game, cool. But like, don't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. I'm not asking you to change the rules or anything like that, but understand that there's di- there's different strokes for different folks. Like you can't you can't paint with a broad stroke and expect everybody to be the same exact way. I hear you. I hear you. I didn't have those other examples to kind of pull from, but at some point, like you do have to, like, where do you draw the line between like somebody abusing a mental health situation and someone just being like, people do that all the time. And I I completely agree. People do abuse mental health because that's the one thing people can't won't fight against. And you you also can't see it, right? I can't determine. Like, because anxiety doesn't look the same for everybody. Depression doesn't look the same. Like, I could be functioning a functioning person who is a manic depressive, like there yeah. is, it's no one size fits all. So I, I just, it's hard for me to kind of get into it specifically with each person because it looks different and it shows up differently. And this black campaign to like take care of yourself and, oh, COVID taught me to be still and meditate and, you know, all these things that are being put on our like frontal lobe, like, for me, as uh, my parents are immigrants, my, both of my parents are from Panama, my grandparents are from Jamaica. Um, so their like mindset is survival. So like there was no sick days, there was no off days. Like we mm-hmm. gotta get to this money because we got goals, we got places to be. So being of that mindset is hard when I'm watching people say like, oh, I'm taking a day off to sleep or I'm taking a day off to do these things because it's like, okay, like I, I could see how you would need rest. I could see why you need to be rejuvenated. I understand it. It makes perfect sense, but it's still something again that needs to be unlearned and relearned for its better purpose. I also think that growing up in the era we did and with West Indian parents that we watched them work so hard and we picked up bad habits in terms mm-hmm. of working. Because you don't see... Like white people, like white coworkers, like they get a pass. They get yeah, a pass. They do. But it's like they always expect black people to be above and beyond, hundred percent. Yeah, like they don't like like 
a black person like you know stating mental health like they look at you crazy like yeah like i I, but we've made mental health a white thing right Mm -hmm. like yeah like we don't therapy? get treated when we have mental health like, issues. They be like, "That's white people business." No, no, like, come over. Like, you crazy. It, 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 and I, from all three of us coming from West Indian backgrounds, we all know that we come from a point where it's like, for lack of better words, like mental health is not a, something that we talked about in our households. Or it's like uh, pray to Jesus. <laughs> like yeah, you pray it off, or like like. If someone comes out as gay within the family, it was oh my god, they can't believe that, and then they they you're 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 going to hell, like all types of shit. Like mm-hmm. I give you a prime example, right? Like you said, mental health is a white thing, right? I I work for a company. I won't say what because I don't want them to sue me or whatever the hell it is. Um, but uh, I I I'm an assistant manager, right? My manager above me at the time. What was it last what two years ago? Well last year. He um legit had a nervous breakdown at work. Like so prior to this happening, he was having like marital issues or whatever it is of that nature, right? And he was trying to get a divorce from his wife, yada yada yada. So on a Friday night, he texts me on Saturday it's Friday night and goes, Hey, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. I'm checking myself into the hospital. I'm just like, okay. So that left me in a position to, okay, I have to run this by myself, right? So I run the show, whatever. He goes from this, let's say that's December. He goes, he's out of work from December to May. All claiming mental health, right? He, the first day he comes back, he meets his new boss, which is a district manager and operations manager. They know I've been running the, the, the show for the last six months. And they're like, hey, we're going to do a walkthrough for an audit, whatever of that nature. The staff also knows I've been running the show for that long. So every time they need the question, they're asking me because I'm the, the go-to person they've known for the last six months. This man literally has a nervous breakdown in front of his new boss that he has never met and our operations manager for the district. Do you know this man goes on LOA again, comes back to work, keeps his job, and then gets promoted? Mm. That's a white people shit. That's a white, and, people, and that's a white shit. people shit. And I'm just looking like I I I we don't I, I legit said to myself, I said, we as black people don't have that level no. of privilege. Mm-hmm. That luxury. You, we you're expected to be strong. Like it's yep. mm-hmm. better than you. Like yep. even and, like with the pain tolerance, like you go to the emergency room and mm-hmm. this I have experienced this year alone, like legit. On on a scale of one to ten, like what's your pain level? And I'm like, oh, it's a ten. The nurse circled seven. I'm like, you sure? I said ten. I was like, can you scratch it up? But she's like, no, nah, you know, ten looks like you can't talk, can't focus, you can't think. Like they just perceive our experience differently. Yeah, definitely, than- yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they they do that to black women a lot, and that's why a lot of black women die under medical care of white doctors. Like a lot. Like they there's a lot of statistics that go that, that says that black pregnant women die more often mm-hmm. in in hospitals opposed to white women and it's because they don't take black women serious when it comes to pain thresholds pain levels uh actually diagnosing their symptoms and shit like that and it's like why like someone's telling you like for your example someone's telling you that they 
they're in a they're in pain level 10 but you circle seven that's that's legit negligence you're, you're brushing someone off saying it's not that serious mm-hmm. and it stems from that's how even that's how we grew up like like you said we can fall and hurt ourselves oh it's not that serious wipe it off Stop it's not that serious drink some robitussin it's not that serious it's not that serious like man up like i had these conversations with my homeboys like that was a toxic ass shit to hear like man up like but looking back on it now we know it's toxic and it's a bad mentality to have like boys don't cry like huh like i i i have an example of like it's crazy because between sixth grade and now i've cried six times I cried a total of six times since my sixth grade year. I cried in sixth grade because a girl broke up me. I cried um, at my wedding. I cried at Kobe's death. And I cried twice with someone else. And it was because I was stressed out. And I cried one other time. But I cried six times since sixth grade. That's not healthy. Because I didn't know how to cry. Yeah. Like, I would have to reach a breaking point for me to cry. Like, my wife... Oh, and I cried... I started the sixth, sixth time was my son, my, um, my son Logan being born. My son, Logan, and my wife were the only two times I've ever cried out of joy. In my life. Because I didn't know how to cry. Okay. I just become... I became overwhelmed with emotion. That's how the crying came out. That's not a black man issue. Yeah. It, it is like it's because that we, we I was taught not to cry. Men don't cry. Man up. Stop crying. And that's why I don't communicate well either. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like we don't communicate well because it materializes again, like, as something else. So you might be really sad or genuinely hurt or whatever, but it comes out as aggression. It comes out as leave anger. me alone. Mm-hmm. It comes out as you know yeah. I'm a beat on you because you don't know how to express or let that feeling manifest in a way that it can be like dealt with. Correct. So it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know what the hell we were just talking about just now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um can I can I rant for a little minute? Go for it. Alright. Kevin Hart. What are you talking about? He went on a yeah, whole Twitter heard. Twitter rampage about how he has three of the ten highest growing comedy tours of all time and people saying that he's not funny but his his numbers prove that he is he's one of the top selling box office actors of all time and it don't make sense to me that like, i call this the Nicki minaj syndrome where where someone tells you that you're not good at something and all you want to do is point at numbers because the way i see it is like this yes you kevin hart you might have sold a ton of tickets and movie tickets and all this shit, right? But that does not mean you're funny. We're going into it hoping you're funny. We buy tickets to your to your to your comedy specials hoping you are funny. Now, once we get there and we see that the material is not funny, we can then decipher that you're not funny. But in that moment, we could be like, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna give him another try. We're gonna we're gonna." We're going to circle back and see if he can do it again. We buy tickets again, hoping you are funny. If you're not funny again, 
Now we're deciding, we're like, all right, this is two out of two. Something's not right. Um, I had the same issue with Michael Blackston. I got blo- Michael Blackston banned me on Instagram because <laughs> I I d de- I DM I I posted that I walked out of his show because he's not funny. Like I never been to a Michael Blackston um uh comedy show. The, I used to watch Michael Blackston on BET Comic View. I'm sure my age, um, and he was funny on Comic View, but we all know Comic View they only have the the comics up there for five ten minutes. It was right. short stints. Now he was headlining at um, King's Theater, and I went, and I legit walked out. I'm like, I can't take this shit no more. He's not funny. I and I like they had posted like he had posted um a photo of him saying the show he killed and all that. I'm like, yo, you aren't funny. You told us you told one joke and you you dragged it on for like 20 minutes. And he blocked me, like, <laughs> like Trey Songs blocked me because I said that his album, like, I didn't even say his album was good. I retweeted some someone saying his album was good, and I put like the crying emoji, and he blocked me. It's like these artists think that because I sell well, or because a select people of a select number of people like me, oh, I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. No. Well, you could blame Jay Z for that. He said, "Men lie, women lie, numbers don't." Right? So, yes. the thing with creatives when they do all of their projects, they're like, I guess, labors of love, passion projects. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily they forget the fact that people can critique. They forget the fact mm-hmm. that people can say, "I like this" or "I don't like this," because yep. they are also uh, culture vultures. So uh, in this era of social media, like. There ain't no hate button. I want Instagram to put a hate button or like a dislike or don't but post this, this shit again because I don't. Do you know I have the ability to remove the likes of my Instagram <laughs> posts. They're removing likes. I have the ability to not show you how many likes I have on a post. Well, that should be that's important because if now because then you can't be an influencer. Then how would that affect influencers? Because if you can't see how many people like this, you can't be influenced to like it also. Yeah, in Canada, they they should have removed it. Like you don't, it's not a choice. You don't see they, they no one. Wait, excuse me. Let me say this: if I if I live in Canada and I post something, you can't see how many likes. I, if we both live in Canada, you can't see how many likes I have on my post, but I can see how many likes I have on a post. So, like you said, it takes away from people being an influencer because you have to now show these uh, companies like, hey, I can influence people, but you can't really show it. It can be in comments. It can be done differently. But um, it's interesting with Kevin Hart because he has had this critique before that he's not as funny. The last thing that he did for COVID in his house, mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I have people that are close to Kevin Hart that are like on his team and stuff. So it's like it's really hard to digest him as this artist. She just name drops. I just want to make sure you pick that up. I want you to uh, <laughs> you- leave that down there. I just said I have people that's close to him. I didn't say yeah. that I was close to him. It, it don't matter. You have people in the circle, so you can go ahead and pick that up. Nah. Um, <laughs> and you know, like, it's not just him, right? So when you say Kevin Hart is not funny, you saying his whole team corny because, you know, they're writing for him. They're mm-hmm. piecemealing. So it's like, it's a personal insult to him. But at the end of the day, 
Kevin Hart is about money, so he's yeah. always going to go to numbers. He's like, I don't care if you think I'm funny or not. You can yeah, I, I made out of whatever. Dollars. I made this amount of dollars. I employed this amount of people. I feed this amount of families. I got these types of productions and which, 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 and is that's cool. what matters. Like people care about the money. They don't care mm -hmm. about the talent. And we're mm -hmm. not in an era where you actually have to be talented to be yep. famous. Which is sad. Yeah. And so. and let me say this. I don't think Kevin Hart is not funny altogether. I think. Kevin Hart is not funny stand up wise anymore. <laughs> it's like I don't think he's stand up stand up funny anymore because he, now he's talking about like he talks about how he cheated on his wife and yada yada. Like dog, don't make jokes about that. You cheated yeah. on your wife while she was pregnant on her birthday weekend. Don't do that. That's embarrassing. Like, that's embarrassing. That's wild embarrassing. And my thing was this: like Kevin Laugh Hart at has my pain. The, okay, laughing yeah, my pain. <laughs> Kevin Hart has one of the funniest shows on in, the internet. Period. It's called Coldest Balls. I don't know if you have watched this show. It's the best thing he's ever created. What, he takes that water therapy thing. Shit? Yes, when it, we're in the yeah. ice, when an ice bath, it is hilarious. And like, I feel like that that he's in his natural environment that way mm. when he's just cracking jokes on people he know, and it's like it's it's all natural conversation. It's amazing. Like, I didn't, I never seen Kevin Hart as a uh, a serious actor. I always saw him as a comedy actor, but. I don't know if you guys see the movie with um, him and Brian Cranston. I can't remember the name of it right now. But um, well, he's the home attendant. Yeah, correct. That I that, like one. that one. I love that, that one was movie. Good. It was an amazing movie, but I was just like, dog, like you should do more serious roles. He has a movie on Netflix right now where he plays a single dad. I didn't. Ooh, get a I can't to wait see. to see if Fatherhood. It comes out this weekend yeah. for Father's so, Day. So uh, it, it comes out this weekend. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm interested in seeing that because again, it it he looks like really it has well a, with that. Mm -hmm. It looks like it has a hint of comedy in it, but it also is going to be touching on a serious subject, which is something that I want to see more from him. And I feel as though that yes, you might be the biggest selling uh, comedian of all time, but you have to understand that. Numbers is not the only thing that matters. Like you telling that your, your fans that like that, that people that really supported you that well, I don't care what you think because I sold. It's like dog. That's 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 a bad way to look at shit. Mm -hmm. True, true. A lot of these people, I feel like they they get famous and they cater to white people. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's true. Like most most com comedians do that. Like they 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 get super famous and then they com comedy style start catering to. An audience, they try to cross. It's called cross, basically crossing over. Same thing with rap music, like See, a lot of Nicki rappers. Minaj did, right? Mm -hmm. She, she, we built her up, and then she started making shit like Super Starships yep. and Super Bass. Like, yep. it was just like, bruh. Then she lost her fan base, and then was mm -hmm. mad at it. I don't know. She always be saying like, "Black people this, black people that." She needs to relax. Yeah, I like her though, um, but she gotta. Mm -mm. Speaking of somebody that uh, crossed over and. Uh, Became big, Meg the motherfucking stallion. Leave her. Yeah. I don't care what <laughs> no one say. She shot herself at this point. You think so? I, I said it before, right? I said it. I, I, it was like a couple podcasts ago. I recorded. I think she shot woman. herself. Protect huh? black women. I uh, know. Protect black women. I'm not even arguing <laughs> that. Protect black women. I still think we're going to down the Joe Button route too. right now. Huh? You're going down the Joe Button route no, right no. now. No, no. I'm sorry. Protect all black women. But we also got to protect black women from themselves. <laughs> I think okay, she shot herself. <laughs> I think okay, she shot Joey. herself. You, you want know, my example why? Something about that is a little bit weird, but I don't think it's she shot weird. herself. It's weird. 
Like, let me ask you a question. All three of us riding in the car. I shoot one of you two ladies in the foot. We know who's in the car, but I'm not going to jail. I'm totally confused. I'm confused about like why her and her best friend stopped talking. Like, they stopped talking, and then also she came out on social media and said, "Tori, you shot me." She did a whole Instagram live saying, "Tori, you shot me." This man is in live nightclub shooting dice with the Migos. Mm. It's something. Something's not right about that. Like if I shoot somebody, they're coming to take me to jail immediately. Then he black. I don't think that's it. I think there's something else, but there's something, like, that's my a, theory. I'm not, I'm not there's something loud. else, like AKA she shot herself. <laughs> and they don't know All who right. the fuck to believe at this point. <laughs> because if she came, A, she came out on social media and basically said, and I basically said, Tori, you shot me. Stop acting like a bitch. You, put, you have your team coming out and making it seem like you didn't shoot me, but you shot me. Okay, that's, that's admissible in court. That they, they can use that in court. Like, you shot a black woman. Let's take him to jail. We, you don't have to come to court. We have your statement. You said it on social media. Because they use his social media to arrest rappers nowadays. So, why is he in jail? Mind you, he's also Canadian. He's a Canadian citizen. He's also rich. He got rich lawyers. I don't know. No. Meg has Jay-Z behind her. <laughs> Meg is signed to Rock Nation Management. I don't know, like, man. I think we get, we gotta wait for the trial. There is gonna be no trial. He hasn't <laughs> been charged. She said okay. we gotta wait for the trial. He oh, hasn't yay. been charged. He no. hasn't had an arraignment. He hasn't had nothing. He went to jail that night, got out, and has not seen a police department since. Yeah, something about the story is a little bit. Wonky. It's off. It's fucking off. Like this shit makes no sense. If if one of us shoots somebody, they're coming for us, and we're going to jail. We're gonna be under the jail. Like it don't make sense. It don't. But protect all black women. Yes. Even from themselves. And on a high note. Uh. Let's see, Jillian Michaels. Why should we celebrate Lizzo for being confident? So we she are was a really doctor. celebrating obesity. So basically, I'm, Lizzo. I'm gonna step away her. from this one because I'm I'm not gonna say nothing about this. No, Lizzo. I think that you you should weigh in on it because it really isn't an issue of women, but it's really the standard of beauty that is acceptable in America. So you know how Lizzo get down. She with her two pieces, her thongs, whatever. She's greased up or whatever. And when people look at her, some people are looking at it like, yeah, women empowerment or whatever. But other people are looking at her like, oh my gosh, you're obscene. Like remember the last time she was in the paper for going to like the basketball game in like a thong bathing suit or something like that and they're like oh children are here and this is a national game and like no one cares like why do we care what Lizzo wears we don't care what Kylie Jenner wears we don't care what skinny chicks wear we don't we're not praising anorexia when we are going to fashion week or fashion night out in New York because all of them bitches is way underweight but because she's bigger it's this idea that we are going to be pretty much like Praising obesity, like we're all obese. I'm no, obese. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm obese. I don't. Th- I don't think we're gonna be praising obesity. I don't think that we should limit what people wear. I just think that that outfit was much. I mean, she does make it a focus, but she she, 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 she legit walked into a Lakers game courtside with her ass out, and 
I'm not even mad about that. You know what I'm mad about? Those seats are not clean like that. <laughs> you have your ass on some leather seats. Ass cheeks. <laughs> we, we, we grew up in West Indian households. They had plastic on those couches, which mimics that leather feel. No. Your ass cheeks get sweaty and it sticks to the leather. No. I'm done. Listen, you can wear whatever you want to wear. I don't care, right? I'm not I'm not the fashion police. I don't care. This is America. That's the point of this, right? But when we start attaching it to like bigger symbolism, like, oh, instead of uh preaching with this woman, like I don't I'm not gonna police her. So saying that she is obscene for wearing a two-piece or whatever, like that's her preference. Am I gonna do it? No. Am I gonna entertain? Am I gonna clap for her? Like that's her thing. Like there are women that are looking to Lizzo. Like oh, okay, this this back fat is alright. Like it can hang out the way. This like, back fat is like, alright. They they're it's giving some women some life in terms of like what they look like and what they mm-hmm. um what they should aspire to. And then in other words, in other women's eyes, it's like nah, I don't want to get to that point. So like somebody's always gonna have an opinion, and I don't think that a white woman should have any say on what a black woman is doing with her body and choosing to express because we don't do it to white women. We not white women, white women should shut the fuck up. They stole Brooklyn from us. <laughs> Talk about it. We I'm not even from Gladys no more. Ha- really Harlem is stolen, okay? They 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 stole Harlem. That's gone. I mean come on. What but is it called now? To, you know they try to call where we uh, at Soha. Hamilton Heights. They try to call where I'm at Soha. Like Soha? Yeah. What happened to Hamilton Heights? Oh, that's right over there. That's been, but that's been like that's been around. Nah, I ain't while. never heard of that shit ever in my life. Really? That's never. right up. That that's been that's been there. That's been there. Not people, never. People claim that. People literally not, claim that. Not never. They're like, yeah, I'm from Hamilton Heights, like that. You know. <laughs> never. Yeah, that's been not there. never. That's been there. Um, but I agree. Um, do you want do you, do you ladies still want to talk about the Monique thing? I'm sick of the oh bonnets. No. You know, I don't think, all, right. all right, you know what it is? I feel like black people like like how come everything we do has to be like for like an example for our whole race? Like why do we have to be like like we go outside if we do something like that's all black people? I I'll say what? this. I, I it's not right for me to say it. I'm gonna say it. We don't we don't we should be individualized, right? But let's say we hear a school shooting, what are we saying? White people. <laughs> some white people shit. There we go. Like, it's it's wrong, but we do it too. Yeah. You we know what I hate we, though? We don't somewhere. Mm-hmm. I hate when I'm somewhere fancy. You know, we all just being fancy and shit. <laughs> and, then, and then it'd be like people come in being mad ghetto and shit. And I'd be like, damn. It's like, like fuck. It's like shit. Now they're going to look at me now. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like people should have dumbed down themselves because and changed themselves for other people, but like also know the room that you're entering into. It's right? because we know that it's not we we, we don't have the affordability uh, the 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 how can I put it? We don't have the the area to be put as individuals. They always lump us together, mm-hmm. same way black people always lump all white people together. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm tired of the bonnet shit. Like let people wear their fucking bonnets where they want. I want what I want. What I want to go away is those furry fucking slippers. <laughs> Yo. I'm tired of those goddamn slippers. Some bitch was wearing that shit in the rain the other day. I was like, what the fuck? That's gonna be some wet pit bull fur. 
Um, you can touch I got some, too. so I'm not even going to talk about them. Shout out to <laughs> okay. You going to talk be... with them? No. Right. Okay, but see, I really, see? really like them. See? Yeah, in the house is cute. Those, 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 you know what's funny? You know what I, I, I equate those, those slippers to now? They're Chinese slippers. Mm. Don't say that. No. I, I equate, <laughs> I equate them to the uh. In the house is fly. The beauty supply slippers. No, my slippers cost one hundred and fifty dollars. I didn't say yours. I said I equate them to the beauty supply store slippers. I'm just saying no. We're not uh, going in. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the same. Don't hit the same. Just I'm not outside, not with like you don't oh. wear like you don't wear like an outfit. No, it's not an outfit. She be she be dressing it up. She got the uh, Panamanian flag uh, slippers. Listen, no, <laughs> mine just falls fur. When I step out of my pumps and I want to get in my car, oh, I can drive in them. How cute! Mm. All right, so the last topic we have to talk about is uh, Karen strikes again. White woman chastises lesbian couple for PDA at a public pool because the children was present. My God, Karen. Yeah. I, when I watched the video, I was like really appalled because. I didn't know who or what she was chastising. All I saw her was yelling at people. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. She's like, you fucking make me sick. Fuck you. But they can't kiss. But you can curse and carry on. There's children here. Do you have any children? Oh, I'm from Compton, baby. Like she's like doing. The white woman says she's from Compton. She's like from. She's like she's from like some hood town in in I think L. A. Somewhere. And I'm like, oh, girl, wow. bye. Um, but the idea of it is like, first of all, people like love is love, right? So if mm-hmm. they express in any way, like fine, right? But the fact that you are being um, disparaging. So I'm only going yep. to talk to the black couple, the black, I think it was lesbian, lesbian couple. couple. Yeah. Um, right, and yeah. not anyone else. It's like, that's problematic. And then yeah. if you so bothered by it, then you take a stance, you remove your kids from the situation mm-hmm. and you don't have to oust somebody else for their lifestyle choice. And you don't like, have to yell at them. Like you could speak to the manager like, hey, can we you can no. do you can do it in a in a in a No, don't go talking to no manager because they paid just like you paid. Like you the, right. I don't right. like that. Like, cause now, like, cause what do you say as a manager? Like, all right, you the guy at the at the pool. Like, what you gonna go say? Yeah, I'm gonna no kissing. Like, she, what? I, better example. I, I said that wrong. She could have went to the couple. Was like, hey, my children are here. Can we not be as no uh, public displays as 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 you are? And no. then, if, at that point, no. So what, what I'm saying is, she could have handled it like an adult instead yes, of yelling leave. at people. You could have left. If it, it, if it made you that uncomfortable, it's a public it is, place. It, you can't it, it do is. that. You, I, you I just think go. like oh, I think we should be open to conversation. Like if she would have came as as a respectable person and said, "Hey, can we not do as?" Because we don't. We did we ever see video on how they were kissing? No, it don't we, matter how they kiss. No, 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 no. Wait, no, because some people be out in these streets kissing like they about to fuck. Yes, the Hispanics, we, especially that. in a train station. I was in school at Dewey. They used to be kissing every Listen, morning. We've Hardcore. seen that shit. So we could, there, there's levels to kissing. Like, it don't matter, don't but like, it doesn't like, matter. Who are man. we to police what love look like? If, if no, I don't know your circumstances. How I know you didn't spend your life savings to come to this hotel, to this pool, to kiss and do whatever. Like, if you want to wanna fuck, fuck between... 10 and, and 2 a.m. But in people the pool. have different comfortabilities. Like, you can't just 
like your your comfortability doesn't override everyone else's. No, and and I, and, and I agree, but that's why I say she could have handled it like an adult. She could have went to the person like, "Hey, my kids are here. Can we not do the as much kissing as you?" Because uh, again, we don't know what kind of kissing was was going on. We, if if it was over the top, like, "Hey, can you just you can kiss, but like like not with the the grind." Do you hate yourself? Do you no, hate no, no, yourself? You want to walk up to a grown adult couple like, "Hey, y'all can kiss, but not too hard because my kids is here." You no, better get the I, F no, out of here with you your little kiss, regrets. But if they, they grind <laughs> on each other and feeling on each other... Like, then you have to make the decision kids. that... Right, you make the decision <laughs> that these kids are not... It's kind of like in the movies, right? When they start kissing and they get too Come deep. Come guys. You, okay, that's the same thing. Like, turn your back, they're kissing y'all. All right, go swim. Like, it's not the same. If it's excessive, then you remove the kids from the situation. That's all it is. I mean, like, I, remove I, your kids without I, again, making it I, I agree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate saying that she could have handled it a lot better. I'm just giving one example of how she could have handled it. Like, she could have legit just well, been what an do you adult. say? Hey, I, my I kids know. are here. Stop kissing. I'm not a Karen. <laughs> you pretended to be a Karen, so Karisha, come on. Tell me. I'm, I'm a shy. I'm not a Karen. Karisha, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I just think like legit, like some people like there's ways you can handle certain situations like without being an asshole. Absolutely, but in this kind of situation, like the best course of action is to remove Mind your, your business. children. Mind your business from the situation. Like I, I and I, I totally agree. Your best course of action is mind your fucking business. Or tell your kids to stay in the cabana while they doing it. Like they ain't gonna be there all day. Like it's. A free country. So this, mm-hmm. like, I believe that if there were a heterosexual couple, it she wouldn't be. be yeah. Oh, that's what ma- mommy and daddy does. This is what men and women do when they love each other. It's more morality being in- imposed on other people. Her man probably left her for somebody. Because at the end of the day, no, her man was pulling her away from them. Right. It was oh, really? the other gay yeah. couples that are like, "Boo, boo, get out of here! Like you are terrible. Shame, shame! Like doing all of that." It's just like, are you serious? Like, and they also don't like to be called out for their bad behavior. So she yeah, knew that I, what I she agree. was doing inherently was wrong, was wrong and mm-hmm. she was embarrassed that they were recording her and, and like, I guess, calling her out on it. And I think that yeah. the trend recently to record them and like make it a big deal, make them go viral, so that there are consequences in their life mm-hmm. for this type of behavior. I think it's really important. A lot of the whites lost their uh, jobs. Yeah, like that lady with the Central Park. Um, mm-hmm. bird watcher, like she got a whole, she got a whole fucking shit named after her. her that, man, that man was too lenient. Yeah, and then like my whole thing is, you can't take a stance and then be like, I don't want you to lose your job. Like, no, you be going yeah, for the gusto. Like, exactly. you don't do that. The more that we she lost do... her dog. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 now she was, she, she was choking the shit out that job, the dog. She lost her yeah. dog, her job, everything. Damn, that animal should said, give me back that fucking dog. Yeah, like the more we do and the more we make it a big deal, they're gonna treat us like how they treat Jewish people. (laughs) Untouchable. (laughs) Basically. All right, ladies. So we're gonna wrap this up. Um, Thank you for being a part of this episode and part of the podcast. Um, Ladies, uh, let them know where they can find you on your social medias. Um, Bella, where can they find you? At Bella Honey 05. Uh, Michelle, where can they find you? Um, Michelle underscore five times T. <laughs> oh my God! Why do you have so many underscores? It's Mad Michelle's out there. You gotta make sure you get the right one. So again, so we're gonna change your Instagram. <laughs> Go ahead, say, say your Instagram again. Michelle five underscores T. Yes. 
No, we we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna change your, your Instagram name. But um, ladies, thank you for joining me. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. I know it's a long episode, but we we gonna get back on this and do this weekly. So thank you for listening, and ladies, thank you again. Thank you. Good night. All right, y'all. Bye.